0: hello welcome to the roll together podcast thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our streamed shows from twitch you can always find our schedule of upcoming shows at twitch.tv forward slash roll together rpg forward slash schedule please do leave a review and we look forward to adventuring together
1: hello everyone welcome to a divergent dream Thank you for joining us for an evening of Dungeons & Dragons. I'm Ali, and tonight I will be your Dungeon Master. We're we'll thrilled to be streaming at twitch.tv RollTogetherRPG. This game will run for about three hours with a break in the middle. For those who are new to D&D, everyone here plays a fantasy character in a fantasy universe. The five players each have their own unique characters with cheats that tells them who they are, what they can do, the deepest secrets, the deepest desires, and what dice to roll. They will be most rolling a 20-sided die to see if they can if they succeed in what they're trying to do. 20 is good. One is hilariously bad. While the players play their characters, everything else in such universe is played by me people monsters, dreams, nightmares weather etc between me describing the war and the story, the players describing what they want to do and sometimes to keep things a little unpredictable we will tell our story. Now let me introduce my players.
2: Hi I'm Nat and I'm a security education and recreation reinforcement automaton but you can call me Sarah. Kindly use she her pronouns for both of us thank you. I was created by Nanny in her workshop in Baldur's Gate to be a governess and companion to her granddaughter, Madeline. She used a magically infused gem she found on her adventures as my power core, but I don't think she realized where it was from. When the gloom fell on Baldur's Gate and the shadows attacked, I held them off while my family escaped. I awoke, broken, on a scrap trading caravan heading to arm. The silly merchants had confused me for an unusual toy and were going to sell me. The lonely one did not approve of that so we taught them some manners.
3: Hi, I'm Evie, I use she, her pronouns, and I am playing Winnow, who uses they, them pronouns. Winnow is a cursed changeling monk um, of the Way of Mercy. Um, The funny thing about that curse is that, well, Winnow is a professional adventurer, and in their previous adventuring party, prior to this campaign, Something befell the entire party that may or may not have included showing mercy to the entire party. Basically, Winnow killed them and is now cursed by that. Uh, No idea why, totally undeserved. but they are now uh, partnered up with Sarah, who is registered as their familiar and ready for the next adventure where they will totally not fuck up again. Hi, I'm V, and I'm playing Navri Shimmer. Both of us use
4: she, her pronouns. Navri Shimmer is a cinnamon-haired satyr bard who paints her hooves gold and believes she's going to be the most famous bard in this world and all the others. Because of this fame that is absolutely real and not at all imagined, she's hired Garnot to be her bodyguard for protection and travels with both him and Lazar, her spiritual advisor.
5: Hi, I'm Josh. I use he/him pronouns, and I am playing Garnot, who also uses he/him pronouns. He is a hot goblin psionic warrior fighter who is traveling with Navri and the Tsar as part of Navri's entourage and also a bodyguard. He also wears, well, he wears this very large or this breastplate that is probably two sizes too big for him, but everybody uses it as storage. And inside, he has a little gray rat friend called Roger who is his companion and helps with various things like feeding him potions and doing the ironing apparently.
6: Hi, I'm Nathan Lurs. I use he, him pronouns. I play Lazar Lachance, a Harringen light domain cleric who also uses he, him pronouns. His day job is official astral guru to the one and only Navri Shimmer, ensuring that her chakras are properly aligned and her actions are in accord with the will of the heavenly bodies. But his service to the Prince of Stars has unveiled many a hidden truth about the universe and the things that reside in the dark space between the stars. Thank you Wer,
1: those are my players I'm so excited to play. Uh, but first, there
0: is a word from our sponsors. We are delighted to be sponsored by HeroForge. HeroForge offers fully customizable tabletop minis with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. You can see all of the minis that we designed for this stream in the overlay, and they animate when we enter the combat, so look out for that. Hero Forge are fantastic, so do check out the pro membership where you can get premium access to features ahead of time, and beta access to things, um, and all sorts of cool stuff that just makes your life a lot easier. And you can check them out at heroforge.com.
2: We are delighted to be sponsored by Ultra Pro. They make accessories for D&D, Magic the Gathering and more. My favourite part of the collection are their figurines of adorable power. Here is their gazer. Uh, they also make other things such as deck boxes. Uh, if you play Magic the Gathering. You can find all of Ultra Pro's stuff at ultrapro.com.
0: Hey friends This stream will run for three hours and there will be a roughly five to ten minute break somewhere near the middle. We run shows on Monday, Tuesday and Friday at 6pm Greenwich Meridian slash British Summertime, which is 10am Pacific Time, 1pm Eastern Standard Time, 7pm in mainland Europe and 2am Tuesday morning in Japan and parts of Australia. On Mondays and Tuesdays we run TTRPG streams for
2: we're not there let us know and we will add ourselves to that
5: list. Finally,
1: we play with a diverse group of players who play a diverse set of characters with a wide range of sexual and gender identities. Our tables are trans and GNC positive and we encourage and champion trans and GNC players and characters in our games. The DM and players may portray characters that are different gender of their own. We aim to avoid misgendering but we acknowledge that it does happen and if we have a, um, and we have a company policy in place for correcting people on pronouns. If we miss an instance of misgendering, please let us know in chat if you think one has been missed. Check out exclamation mark safety in chat for content warnings and some of the safety tools that we use in our games. We use the TTRPG safety toolkit. And with that, let us begin. Amethyst purple covers the late summer sky. The days are getting shorter, and the nights are getting colder. As the dim light fades in the horizon, the lights from Baldur's Gate dominate the night. But we're not interested in that. Our adventure focuses on a city south of Baldur's Gate. As the camera pans over a dark plains, a swarm of small lights rapidly appear, revealing the city of Smalteran. Small Terran is located in the middle of an important trade route, making it perfect for any adventurer passing by or looking for jobs. This is also an excellent place for corruption, crime organizations and maybe moving goods from cities. Yeah, there are not many times during the year when the public order can take a breather from the hectic cat and mouse game. One of those is the regent's birthday, the one week long celebrations are the perfect opportunity for mob bosses to focus on loving with the local authority, nobles and leaders from other cities coming mm, on negotiations maybe. The commerce reduces their exports and increases their imports, as most local businesses, pubs, hostels, casinos, etc., overstock their pantries and warehouses. Traveling circuses and local farmers are also known for taking over the streets of Smolteran bringing a fresh and colorful vibe to the city. The night is the busiest time of the day. And in the middle of this movement, we find a young Aarakocra girl running through the streets and suddenly bumping into a solid and sturdy figure. Nat, should I say Sarah? A small Aarakocra girl has just bumped into you.
2: How how small do our cocker children get?
1: Uh, she's really young, so she's probably <laughs> one twenty. So 120. Oh, this height to uh, one twenty.
2: Right, what's that in in feet? In feet. In, in... That is
1: four feet, I think, kind of.
2: She's actually she's taller, so taller than Sarah. than Sarah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but Sarah is solid. She's like, oh, excuse me, that was very rude.
1: I'm sorry I was just like I'm uh, playing hide and seek I gotta go and the girl just flies away or tries to jumps and fly away she's not yet uh, mature enough to fly but she's just like you know like little birds jumping and moving the wings
2: oh baby um, incidentally when when Sarah speaks by the way um, she doesn't have articulators around the jaw so it's just a smooth face you just hear like C-3PO um, the, okay. eye, the, the, <laughs> the eyes are glowy and they may occasionally sort of a uh, kind of uh, twi- uh, Twitter flash a little bit but it's mostly just this smooth face that doesn't move.
1: So you have a speaker box or a sound box somewhere in there?
2: Yeah, yeah I, I think it's actually it's probably coming from the chest cavity. The chest
1: cavity, Um, um tell us uh, who
6: is with you?
2: Evie. Yes,
3: I am in the game now. <laughs> 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 I just stand there and say, "Well, I'm in a fantasy world." Uh, no, um, but and um, just slightly behind Sarah is a relatively tall, grey-skinned changeling. Um, as I said, wearing a very crying mask, so you can't really see where their where their mouth is going either. And uh, they just kind of look around. It's like we don't really have time to entertain children, Sarah.
2: I'm not here to entertain. But are they always this badly behaved in uh, Smelteran City? Um,
3: I believe so. Um, were you badly behaved when you were a little robot?
2: I have never been badly behaved. Nanny wouldn't let it let me. That's
3: disturbing. Okay. Uh, Shall we continue? I think that might be the best. Maybe we'll get into your
2: nanny a little bit later. You can do it oh, if you no. like. She's not here anymore. Where is she? I don't know. She ran away. Well, that's very rude.
3: I thought so too. Who would abandon such a cute little
2: creepy tentacle person? Thank you. I am adorable. I've been programmed this way. <laughs>
1: Oh, I'm loving this already. Um, as you keep walking, um, you um we know you have um you're back from a mission, so you have to uh report on that. So you will go to your um guild, let's say, and to meet the person that you uh were uh, first hired for. Um let's say it just takes you about five ten minutes to move to the to um to the streets, this has been really different from the last time you were here, especially because first it was during the day and just any ordinary day. So it takes you a while just to try to navigate to the um, to the streets, especially some of them might be closed for some sort of entertainment and, or some uh, trader has put a tent in that street. So yeah, it takes you a while. But um, as soon as you get to the building, it's just, um, you uh, run to the mill, guilt, and they know you already, so feel free to uh, yeah.
2: Is this where you need to tell them the terrible news that you failed? I have not failed.
3: We need to not that kind of talk, not in here. Okay, so the story is, we. the the story is the truth. This -hmm. is the truth. Right? So we were ambushed some bandits and the rest of the party they did not make it unfortunately it was it was it was a tragedy but I've got the scroll it's just it's it's just a little damaged so no talk of failure this was a tragedy but we came out on top understood may I look at the scroll oh yeah of course I, I, I can't think of why I
2: didn't show you before. How how damaged is it? <laughs>
1: uh is it cannot be mended by um low level spells, but definitely a wizard with enough experience can uh, repair it. It's gonna take uh long, but at least eighty percent of it it's there already.
2: Okay. Uh, Sarah will examine the um, examine the scroll and the parts of it that are damaged and we'll try to cast mending and then uh, and then look again. Hmm. Interesting. I am sorry. I am not up to this task. I have failed you now.
1: <laughs> As you cast mending on the scroll, a little bit just one corner that was slightly damaged is pointy again. And but yeah, no further than that, yes.
2: It is neater, at least.
3: It is. Remember, you've not failed because you tried. Hmm. Interesting. I do not compute. Try. (laughs) Well, maybe you should work on work, uh, sorry, I'm trying to think of how, how can I say, get your CPU up to scratch without just sounding like (laughs) I'm from the 21st
2: century. (laughs)
1: Oh, your system, your um we'll have to find your someone to alter
3: my programming. Yes. Maybe there's a new Windows update we can put on your system,
2: I don't know. Um I'm actually an Apple Mac.
1: <laughs> it could be CPU, so core personal unit or something like that. Core persona core personality, whatever. And uh, as you are trying to like get close to the guild and get into the building. People look at you like, who these people are? Because your clothes are familiar to them. But there is something that doesn't match. So someone like a really sturdy paladin sort of stands in front of you. State your business, please.
3: We are here to meet with all
1: well, uh, or is not available for civilians.
3: Um, well, it makes you think I'm a civilian. Do I, do I know this person?
1: Uh, yes, it's that kind of prick that is always picking on people. But um, yeah, he says, I- I've never seen you around. Who are you?
2: It's me, it's Winnow.
1: Takes a while, looks at you. This keeps is the illustrious it, so. wino
2: that has definitely never failed a day in their life. Never. Uh,
1: well, that definitely sounds like we know or the kind of stories that wino say, so I'm gonna keep an eye on you. I always knew that you had something fishy going on, and he walks to the bar and keeps drinking, just giving you the, the sight.
2: Were you Uh, a Triton last time you saw him? I was, so that was a little bit
3: racist of him, to be honest.
2: Very rude. If you need me to re-educate him on manners, please do let me know. That might actually be very helpful. He is
3: kind of the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get your money first. Yes. We'll we'll circle... Why am I trying to do an accent? It's not working. We'll Let's back <laughs> to do it. It's great, sweetie. Yes. I thought, no, I'm, I think it's really good. Oh, thank you. In the spirit of Winnow, I'm trying my best. Yes. And you're not
6: failing in a part, day no. in your life. No, and and if you ever decide you don't want to bother with it anymore, you can just be like, uh, yeah, I just actually shape-shifted my vocal cords, <laughs> and now I just speak different. Don't worry about it. Magic.
3: But, uh, I, I can't technically do that yet, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that.
1: Yes. Um Actually, somebody heard you talking about, or um, somebody just, you know, bad news, or actually good news, all of them, travel fast. So you see from the um, far corner of, of the building, a rather thin and elegant uh, individual, uh, or datum. uh they are uh, they are male an and they are wearing this sort of really impeccable three-piece suit or whatever it is the uh, uh, equivalent for medieval fantasy. And underneath, you can see views um, like uh, the, the shiny of a uh, um, ring mail. But it's, you you can notice that they are not the fighter type. And they approach to you and say, hmm, well, uh, it was faster than last time. I am guessing bad news.
3: Good news. We got the scroll.
1: Uh, Okay. Bad news.
3: It's a bit damaged, and I'm the only one that made it back
1: what i send you with five other people god i'm gonna tell their moms the children oh god wait a minute they didn't have moms or children well i guess that is um something for hr to deal with um
3: i did all that i could
1: tell me what what happened i thought it was just a really easy mission
3: well we were ambushed. There were bandits, um, and you know, we we were we're very capable adventurers, um, me especially, considering that I survived, but also they had a lot more firepower than we'd anticipated. Uh, There was a a dragon, and there was um, Sarah.
2: Sarah, give me an idea. There were also Many hobgoblins. Hobgoblins! Nasty ones!
1: (laughs) Uh, Roll me uh, a deception check. I will give you (laughs) advantage (laughs) because... Ooh!
3: Excellent. So, that's
1: 19. 19. Well, that was a shitty roll. Uh, They notice something fishy, but to be honest, there's many other stuff at the moment to take care of. They will let this pass by for now. Um, And they say, "Mm, well, you know, when the the goods are damaged, uh, there is a fee that we take so we can uh, negotiate with the client. you can uh, as always you can go to HR and um, pick up your payment. but I was wondering uh, what, what, what are you up to these these days? I have a little mission that I think you are perfect for.
3: An- another one so so soon. I mean, yes, I, I can I can totally I, I can do that and I've got I got a new recruit.
2: This time I won't die.
1: Um, He's
2: very optimistic.
1: uh, Well, you see, uh, since this uh, companion of yours is not part of the guild, we cannot accept any liability about it, but if you decide to share your, your payment, that is okay.
3: What if I class her as my familiar?
1: Hmm, check with HR.
2: We do know each other quite well now, even though it's only been a few days.
1: Oh, well, it's better if you don't have uh, like strong bonds and something happened, right?
2: Oh, I I thought that we were defining me as familiar to women. Yes, yes, familiar. We, we are very
3: familiar in every sense. Let's go to HR. We'll, we'll talk again, Gary.
1: <laughs> as R goes back to wherever he was doing and you go to HR to pick up your money and liaise all this new sort of contract or um, relationship now with Sarah. Um, we are back to the hectic streets of the city. Just um, on the main gates, a group of adventurers have crossed and we see in a very i would like to say delusional scene where people is star star struck because they have just seen a very famous group of people in the front of this group who do we see be
4: Obviously, you see Navri Shimmer, the satyr bard extraordinaire. She's tall, she's got beautiful red fur, cute little red ears with lots and lots of earrings all over. She's got the cutest little antlers. Her hair is kind of pulled back, so like a half up, half down, and it's kind of like a cinnamon color. She's super, super exuberant, very energetic, so happy to see all of her fans. And it's 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 probably good that she gave most of her instruments to Garnot, um, because there's too many people here for her to just safely carry them all around her um but she does have her her very very well known loot on her
1: and does it have a name
4: uh yes uh i mean technically it's um it's it's das loot um which is <laughs> it's actually the, the the wondrous item das loot um but
1: <laughs> if you want to name it we can just flavor it later
4: I mean at this point Das Lut's also just a it's it's a funny German nod. Uh so it yeah. makes me makes me laugh too. Das Loot. <laughs> anyway. Das <Lute>. So <laughs> uh
1: as you walk in through the streets and few um I would say roll me a d10. Uh-oh.
4: I don't I don't like just randomly being asked to roll. I get I get nervous. Uh ooh that's an 8.
1: Hey, that's a lot. So you've been here a couple of hours and already 10 people have asked for your autograph. I don't know how that exactly works if they come with parchment and a piece of charcoal, but they have asked for that.
4: I mean, they have to. I don't carry it around on myself.
1: Uh, To all of that people trying to get
5: close to Navri,
1: how do you react,
5: Josh? uh i always step up in front of them and there's been a couple of times where a couple of people have tried to you know get to her and go can you sign my chest or something i'm like no no sorry you can't and then i'll reach into my armor and i pull up an already signed picture and i hand that to them and go there you go yep. Yeah, thank you carry on off you go Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, off you go sometimes those little bits of paper have got a little bit of nibble on them and every time I'll just happen to look in, and my little friend Roger is moving around, <laughs> seems to be filing them for me inside the pockets that are on the inside Aww. of my breastplate armor. I don't know, but yeah, I won't. I won't let anybody get too close to to my charge. Yes, nice. uh, the same. Um,
1: Nathan, you uh, witness all of these sort of uh, same kind of thing happening.
6: Uh, first of all I would just listen to a full five minute description of josh just talking about what's going on inside of garnet's armor just I think it's important to comment that <laughs> second uh a a pretty a, a relatively scrawny uh large herring herringen I've never said that word out loud huh a rabbit person um is walking along and is dressed in armor and in a lot of like kind of night night tones, darks, but but lots of, you know, starlight motifs kind of all around his armor. And he had been reading from a book uh, with his ears kind of twitching and observing the crowd all the time. And as soon as things kind of start to escalate, People start apparently throwing their chests around um, and nibbled headshots getting get, start getting passed out. Uh, I'm imagining things start to escalate, escalate just a little bit, because that's what happens when Shimmer, when the Shimmer, when the Shimmer comes around. And uh, ev- and eventually he he also joins Garnot in starting to kind of chastise the crowd and just and just kind of yells out to be, be on step back, please, please. The very important artist coming through. Go, go, shoot, take your headshots, go. And it's just like helping he's not really like doing anything, but he's just yelling while Garnet actually like does the the pushing and the 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 guarding and the whatnots.
4: In fairness, that's what he's best at is yelling. Yes. It yeah. He's threat. he's he like I'm I I may be the bard, but like honest to God, Lazar it may be more the face of of the group than anybody because he he loves to talk um and always always a good person to uh, to listen to in that regard
0: yeah
6: i wouldn't say i wouldn't say he's good at talking he just does a lot of it <laughs> and does yes. it loudly um yes. and which is effective more effective than you'd think until it's until it is not Thank you. Uh I'm loving it. Uh yes, yeah, so
1: Navri, you've been asked or actually hired. Well, you haven't signed the contract, but you've been here uh vis- to visit uh Mr. Robert the Squirrel. Mr. Robert the Squirrel is your contact here who is um get you some uh gigs for mm-hmm. uh the celebrations and you are supposed to go to the Silken Midnight Sky, which is um their shop. And as you move towards um the shop, I will go back to Sarah and Wino. Sarah and Wino, you have gone to the very, very boring and time-consuming HR process to register Sarah as your familiar. Uh, there is a little bit of grey parts or yeah, about how we actually going to pay Sarah. But that's no problem. They're gonna pay you and then you can pay Sarah. That's that's okay. But for now, both of you are uh well Sarah is under your uh life insurance. Uh so if something happens, you are covered. Well
2: life insurance for an for an autonomous.
3: Yes,
1: yeah. yes. Yes, yes. Um, throughout
2: all this this process, um Sarah has uh pointed out any grammatical errors and uh any sort of any of the paperwork that's sort of like self-capitulating or looping or like actually you'll have to fill out form 3b But before you do that you need to fill out form 273 uh and then actually we need uh, a, a permission via form 3b to fill out 27a any of that sort of nonsense that's sort of cyclical yes.
1: uh, they actually are very impressed that. and they're like uh, do you i mean if you're not into adventuring you can just take our uh we have actually a vacancy or like uh... no
2: no no she's with me
1: <laughs> okay 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 no, sorry,
2: sorry. Uh, uh, the the blue eyes sort of flicker and sort of go out for a second the lonely one has requested that i stay with wino
1: oh sure yeah and as you leave hr all the people in HR is like we need one of those yes yes let's ask the boss for one of those and um, you have been also given with a new request. And this request also uh, includes Mr. Squirrel um, to be contacted. They give you the instructions to get into the um, the the silken midnight sky, and it's not too far from where you are, but it's gonna take you between like 20, 30 minutes.
3: As we go, I'd like to just whisper to Sarah, is it that obvious that I'm lonely? Oh.
2: No. You are not the lonely one. Uh unless mm. you wish me to call you that as well, it may get no. confusing. No, no. Um, I would like you to call me the deadly one. I will make note. Absolutely. I'm sorry if I took too much time in there. It was very frustrating, all of their inefficiencies. No, HR is the worst.
3: Like they they are the evil we should be fighting. For. <laughs> I agree, shall we? Absolutely, after you.
1: Uh, the streets are really, really busy. So I think given that there is a lot of new people around, it's in order to ask you for a perception check, uh, individual perception check.
0: All right, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
2: That's a 19. Yes. Oh no. A uh,
3: 6.
1: Oh. So, we know you have uh, been here before and you know that there is some people that like to take advantage of the whole uh, hectic environment and they will try to pickpocket you. But with that 19, you manage to notice them before and either crouch your purse or grab the hand in the middle of the egg and just they just run away so don't worry your um your gold is safe
3: I would like to actually deposit if I catch a hand i would probably break it on impulse
1: uh, one of them is uh uh rather uh skinny and you know it seems that they they are poor so this they are really fragile so as soon as you catch the hand it you, you hear the crack. And there is a pause in the face, like, does that really just happen? And as the hand is broken, you keep moving, and they just standing there. And a couple of friends come to to the aid, but they're at lost.
3: No, I'm sorry, I can help. I didn't mean to.
1: And somebody says, No, 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 you, you've done enough, and they leave.
2: As 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 they walk away, we'll just. Wait, was it the deadly one or the devastating one? What did you say? The 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 deadly one. Deadly. Okay, okay, okay. I did write it down right. <laughs> <laughs> Notes. Um, as they walk away, Sarah will uh will sort of a head will twitch. You should not manhandle the deadly one. So, um, and one of the the ones at the back as they're walking away will just get shoved telekinetically.
1: Oh. Thank you. Uh, so you make your way to the Silken Midnight Sky. And this is a medium sized shop with big windows and displays. Uh, the building is done of redwood, redwood wood. And uh, it's very impressive. And on the sign on the top, you can see a couple of squirrels sleeping in beautiful um, clouds, and just the name. A uh, and can meet the sky. As you knock, or is your...
3: As we walk up, I just say to Sarah, um,
2: I hate squirrels. They're always up to something. Interesting. <laughs> I have not been told this before. <laughs> is this information you have received personally or that you have read in a book? This is an observation. They've always got
3: nuts. You can't trust anyone with nuts. Interesting.
2: <laughs> I will file this information for later use.
3: <laughs> so
2: be on your guard. We'll just stare up at the, the picture. <laughs> and push the door,
3: just...
1: As the door opens, there is a little uh, tingle from a bell. Tling, And the shop is full of all kind of trinkets and magical items and potions and everything you think an adventure it needs. And in the middle, there is a desk. And top of the desk, there is a tiny little counter where there is a little squirrel working on his chip. Oh, welcome. How can I help?
2: Do you have nuts?
1: Uh, there is a mini mountain of nuts uh, just next to, to them. They look. Um, I have few.
2: Winno are we to designate this one untrustworthy? We have been sent here. We have been sent here to deal with
3: you, squirrel.
5: <sighs> oh wait. Do
1: you come from the Adventurer Guild? Y- y- yes. Oh no no, I'm your contact. I'm here to explain you my problem.
3: A likely story
1: uh why don't you take a seat um there is other three people who are going to be part of this so i rather not um make anything redundant
3: can i roll inside on the squirrel because i just <laughs> yes. don't trust squirrels <laughs> yes. oh dear oh dear oh no
6: blinded uh, oh. by your prejudice
3: Oh no, I got a nine. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, people of the trade are known not to be fully trustworthy, but this time you are sure that they are up to something.
3: We'll sit, but we will have our eyes on you.
2: All of them.
1: they are sort of doing um, something on the books, they close the book and jumps to the desk. They are maybe one foot tall and they uh, say, please, 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 sit down here. There is a couple of chairs and a little tiny, there is a table and in the middle of the table, there is a tiny table. Um, Do you want some tea?
2: Oh, they are very polite.
3: That's yes, true. Is it is it squirrel size tea?
1: Uh no 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 I have your size tea.
3: Oh. Yes please can I have mine with seven sugars?
1: Sure. And they move a, a system of um sticks and cords and there is some let's say uh jingles as well like something is happening in the in the back room and an army of other squirrels come with a normal teapot two glasses uh some um biscuits and as well a uh, squirrel sized teapot and a squirrel sized um biscuit leaving and everything on the table they go back to the back room and there it is mr squirrel taking tea with you Sarah, mm. make me a insight check.
2: Ooh, okay. Oh, I'm going to have to retire this dice. Okay, uh, <laughs> that's a five. Uh,
1: you are really curious about all the uh, items here that you do notice that Mr. Squirrel doesn't take the ice out of you. Uh, as... The, the, this is a really uncomfortable moment because it's just people drinking tea in silence.
6: Well, um, I think
2: that's I think um Sarah is is probably what Sarah is distracted by is um, ah. I know this ritual. I've been taught how to do this ritual, and I've been taught how to teach others to do this ritual that the uh, the the flesh people do. So um, we'll be very precisely not imbibing any of the tea, but very precisely with the little pinky up and watching Winnow to make sure they are also excellent posture on the chair and holding we the teacup. Kind of like, and we'll just sort of place. Probably not without looking at you, we'll just, to the side, place her hand on the small of your back and give you a firm push. Winnow, the ritual must be observed correctly. What happens if I don't observe it correctly? Well, then you would be impolite.
3: Oh. Uh, uh, Yes, ma'am.
1: As you say, impolite. You can see how uh, Mr. Squirrel just grabbed the second nut and put it in his mouth. So now he got like those big um, cheeks for when the um, when the squirrels grab so much food on uh, um, on their mouths. And they are like, yeah, you know how to build road until drinking winter. As all of this happened,
2: that's so adorable. I just don't trust it. <laughs> <laughs> I think the um, the squirrel just in his head will just hear, like, Sarah's been focusing on Winnow, and as soon as the squirrels were like, the the head will just switch (laughs) round to the squirrel, and in his head, he will just hear, it is rude to speak with your mouth full.
1: Uh, They sort of panic for a moment, and you can see both nods slowly. Sorry, ma'am. A
5: little
1: bit nervous.
2: And then we'll just immediately back to sort of neutral pretending to sit to. I will also add that when your attention is elsewhere,
3: Wino suddenly slumps down again, it's like, ugh, full moody teenager. But when your attention comes back, it's like
2: <laughs> <laughs> And so they should. <laughs>
1: uh thank you. We go back to uh Nabri, Lassar, and Gardner. And now those eight people have spread the word about Nabri being in town. So now it's a semi big group of teenagers and all just every single type of fan following you trying to get those headshots Um, you see 20-30 feet away the sign of the the silken midnight sky and there are you three being chased by this uh, group of people
4: Uh well I mean I, I I'm, I'm used to uh to rabid fans uh usually not as I'm you know trying to go do some work um so I'll kind of like look to Lazar and Garnot and just be like ah Alright
5: or all right, can we just get to the get over there get away from him I got you back they won't get close to you
6: Uh, Lazar also kind of like, you know, kind of forms up a little bit. But uh, as we're kind of like running away from this, this frenzying crowd, uh, he he just kind of like turns around very dramatically. Hair, you know, hair, hair ears, we'll say, Uh, you know, kind of like, yeah, flowing, flicking. Uh, And he just like stares absolute daggers at all of these people. And... He just says, I rebuke you. And then there's just huge boom, flash of light that like once they just got they, they just kind of like the whole crowd, I'd imagine, just like blinks and then like all that is left is the outlines, you know, kind of like the 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 black silhouettes of where the three of us were all standing <laughs> mere moments ago and we're gone. Nice. Um, something funny happened that
1: some of them now are your fans. So now uh, they don't know whether they are following this group because of Mabri or because of Lazar, but definitely you are like, ruling this town. As you run or rush to uh, the Silicon Midnight Sky, you open the door, you rush in, you close the door, and you just see three figures taking tea in the most proper way but completely dead silence.
3: I'm also um, going to add that, like, every time I take a sip, I have to go to just kind of keep the mask on. It's a bit of a.
4: I stop. I, I, I was leading the group. I threw open the door and, and was definitely the first one in. And as Garnot closes the door, because Lazar would be behind me, I'll stop and, like, put my hand up and just kind of watch the group that's just sitting politely, but like in silence. And like, I see the daggers that are being like looked at across and I'll just like lean back a little bit. And I'll just be like, what did we just walk into?
5: The vibes are weird.
4: Incredibly.
5: I shut the door and I I just right now, let's go find this script. (laughs) Oh, Hi.
2: Mr. Robert, are you not going to greet your new guests?
5: Oh, yes, yes,
1: you, you, you're you, very right. Now it's a little bit, uh, if not afraid of Sarah, just give it an eye or whatever you say and take it like an order. Um, And the moment when uh, Nabri walks in, there is a light in the eyes of Mr. Squirrel. They politely put the cup and the table, they wake up, they um, dust every any uh, crumble that they could have from the cookies, and they rapidly rush towards you and jumps to uh, to your arms.
4: Oh! Um...
6: How you been doing? Hello? It's been a long time!
1: I... And they just run all over you, and it's easy to catch them. It's,
5: it's sort of... Yeah. I'm... I'm trying to grab them to stop them, but I keep missing every time I go to grab. They disappear underneath one of Naveri's cloaks or under the arm or something, and I'm just getting all tangled up trying to get around.
4: Okay, He's okay, no, move to the left. Can you? You're sure. you're caught in the you're
2: caught in the back.
5: Can I you? Just... I nearly got the bugger's tail. Give me uh, no, it.
2: Give me it. No, that's my tail. Can you not? <laughs> what? Does Naveri look in genuine
4: distress at this point? Uh, not 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 like distress. like not well, a little bit because there, there's a lot happening. It would have been fine if it was just Robert running all over. Um, but with Garnot getting in there now, it's it's Robert running all over. And then like there's a lot of there's just a lot happening all at once. Um, so,
3: yeah, maybe distress is is kind of the the vibe right <laughs> now. If it looks too chaotic. I will just take a pot of tea and just throw it.
2: Oh, no. <laughs>
5: Uh, as,
3: so, okay, so Winnow throws a pot of
4: tea and then I'm standing there soaked in hot lukewarm at this point, lukewarm, warm, warm tea.
5: I'd, I'd say as the tea gets towards you, I throw my hands out and a barrier forms around you and it the tea smashes against that. And I'll be like, well, what was that for?
2: Uncalled for, I think. Winnow, that is not it's how that- you greet new people.
3: I, I just thought it would, come. I just thought it would calm down a little bit. I was trying to help. No, Everyone no, likes he being else. thrown over them, right?
4: No, no, I, I think, I think, I think. Um, we have very different definitions of the term "help." Just fundamental, like core differences. But um, it's, it's fine. No, no harm. Thank you, Garnot.
2: You're very passive aggressive. <laughs> Thank you. Ali, has Robert stopped running all over Navry?
1: At this point, yes. Now they have been just probably just they want to stay quiet so nobody notices them and they can just make their way back to the table and avoid any um trouble or being in the middle of those giants beans for, for them or from their perspective.
2: I think, like if they've stopped moving on Navry when Everyone's like, ah, what is just happening? Um, An invisible mage hand will just pick Robert off Navry and just float him back to the table. And Sarah will just stare him down the (laughs)
1: Uh, um, Sorry about that Navry, you know, I'm also one of your biggest fans. I just can't help myself. Um,
4: Of course, of course, I I know, I know.
1: How you been? Like It's been a long time since the last time.
4: I, it has. And, you know, it's um, it's gotten a lot harder to actually walk through this city now because everybody's trying to stop me. They want autographs. And, and, you know, I'm I'm incredibly fortunate that I have uh, I have my entourage with me. I have Garnot to protect me from rabid fans or and I'll just like shoot Winnow a glance flying liquids. Uh, and then, of course, I have my my spiritual advisor here, uh, and I'll point to Lazar. And uh, you know, it's um, it's it's just been so great, and things have just been moving so quickly, and it just oh, every day is better
3: than the last. You are obviously very blessed and very humble, but who the fuck are you? <sighs> oh, mm. Mm-hmm. mm.
4: Do, do
5: you mm. not know? And my voice changes a little bit as I do my, my announcer's voice. <laughs> Heard of Navri Shima, the famous bard? Yeah, that's who she is.
3: Oh. Oh, sorry.
2: A bit mainstream for my tastes. <laughs> oh. Would what? Navri have toured to Baldur's Gate, given that it's pretty pretty close?
4: Uh, yeah. Likely. Very, very likely. Yeah. It's uh, it's yeah, cause she's she's traveled all over, so this is not the first time she's been here. So likely she's she's been to Baldur's Gate for sure.
6: Oh, it's one of those. If you're on tour, you're not skipping Baldur's Gate. You know, that's just it's like true. a. There's so many venues, big audience. Mm-hmm. So where you gotta where you gotta go?
4: You'd be losing money, really.
1: Yes, as the conversation uh, uh keeps going, um. Mr. Squirrel, where are my manners? And looks at uh, Sarah, a little bit nervous, like, is she gonna, like, school me? <laughs> and they press again some buttons in that little tiny desk that they have. Shimmering happens in the back room, and a swarm of um, beautiful red squirrels come and bring um, more tea for the new guest, more cookies for the new guest. They clean uh, the tea on the floor. They go back to the back room. Well, uh thank you very much. Uh I think everybody's here now. Um Napre. Um yes, yeah, so we we can talk later about your gigs. There are amazing venues, amazing. I think this is a really big opportunity for your career. However, um do you remember that time when I got you that first audition with Mr. Rio? And I know it's been a long time and now you have your you, you made a name by yourself. But I could rather ask you for a favor, if possible.
4: OK, I I totally understand. You know, you you did actually do me a really, really big favor helping me out back then. I wasn't I wasn't nearly as popular as I am now. So it uh, it, it was a little hard to, you know get off the ground. So I, I really appreciated that introduction. So for you, Robert, of course.
1: Thank you. And I guess Mr. Lazar and Mr. Garnot, I will be coming with you. I mean, you need to keep her safe, right?
6: Uh, oh, one, please, Garnett. let 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 me handle. We are, of course, we're very interested. We We go where Shimmer wants to go. Yes, but we must, we must consult the stars. We can't just go oh. do favors.
4: Oh, Luzza, I'm so sorry. Of course, of course, Liza, I'm oh, so sorry. No, no, I'm so sorry. no, it's not you,
6: it is them. It is not you, you, you are Mercurial. You can, you are a, a comet streaking through the sky and who I am not one to, to redirect you, only try to plot out your path. Please, one moment. Yes, and Lazar like goes off into a corner and just starts like consulting star charts, doing from an out to the outside observer, doing nothing. (laughs) Are you uh, casting something? Like uh, I guess um, no, 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 I am not. (laughs) I'm sitting. I'm sitting with a with a pile of papers and maybe rocks. Okay, and but very seriously. There, while
4: while he sits there, I, I'll, I'll, you know, grab some tea and, and I if anybody tries to engage me in conversation, like moving the conversation forward, I'll just put up a hand and say, no, we must wait. We must wait. And I'll just I'll continue drinking my tea. I'll cross my legs. And, and Winnow, you can see this little flash uh, as I do, because my hooves, you can see, are actually like painted gold. Uh, and it catches the light because, of course, of course, they Duh. would be. Obvi. <laughs> And I, I just, I um, for some reason, I had a feeling Winnow would hate knowing that detail.
3: So there you go. I would like to clarify, I'm loving your roleplay and I'm loving you, but I'm hating your character. So. I know, she's so hateable.
6: <laughs> yeah, we're fucking, we're rolling deep with weirdos for sure. I love
3: it. I love it so much.
6: <laughs> and can um, I also ask, yeah, I was going to ask, what is Garnet? Because you've been traveling now and I probably, I always imagined it as Lazar joined, not like super recently, but after you. <laughs> And what's, I, I am curious, as do we just like put a halt on this conversation, what your, how you feel about it.
5: I go to get some tea and I just let out a big, um, I just pour the tea. I notice there's no seating arrangement, so I just sit down next to Navery and I just start sipping the tea. I get bored after about, 10 seconds of the fact that there's no conversation going, I'll look over to the two new people, and I'll go uh, so did, did the squirrel ask you lot to come along as well?
3: We're from the guild?
5: The guild? What guild's that?
3: The, um, what is the name of the guild?
1: Adventurer Guild 001?
2: <laughs> Adventurer's Guild TM?
1: <laughs> yes. The Adventurer's
2: right. Guild. They have terribly inefficient HR.
5: Oh, I think that's the same most places, to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, I think we came from there as well. I don't know, Navri deals with all that sort of stuff. I just sort of protect what she's doing, so.
3: Really? It doesn't seem like she wants to deal with much of any of her own business and gets everyone else to do it for her? I Could will you shoot when I will Winnow.
4: <laughs> I will shoot winnow daggers, but I'm I'm still pr- not participating in conversation until Lazar is done, so I'll just <laughs> drink the tea and just
6: <laughs> I'm imagining <laughs> Navri and Lazar sticky. both both shoot daggers, like almost simultaneously, just like and then go back to whatever they're doing. And
2: Does your colleague know that you are not in fact actually an astral body?
6: Lazar at that, like, literally, at, like, he had, he has been just like, you know, this, I'm imagining this is part of, of a longer stretch of conversation. He's been doing his thing for a couple minutes now and has been, for the most part, you know, just ignoring, ignoring, just deflecting, maybe shooting a glare at that. He, like, looks at you and is, like, confused that you would even say that. Not confused that you're a weird little, you know, like, robot person, just like. Who could possibly, <laughs> we are, we are all astral bodies.
3: I mean, speak for yourself, buddy.
6: I, 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 I we will, we we will talk about this. I have got to get back to my important work. However, <laughs> this is, you. We, we, you have much to learn. That's all I will say. You have much to learn and then goes back and we'll keep doing it for like, now, now it seems like I mean, anyone who is watching would be like, oh, this is imperceptible. What is this weirdo doing? But if you were watching before and after now, it seems like he's taking extra long, like moving even slower in his looking at consulting of charts and is on purpose. Oh, well, I mean, who's to say? Well, you'll have to roll an inside check. mm,
4: V V says, uh,
6: (laughs) (laughs) please. V V might be right. Nathan might also say that, but who's who knows? Who knows?
0: Mm-hmm. It's one I of these.
5: Uh, it's one of these things where they keep going on about this whole astral body thing. I prefer just to be called a body, but apparently, if you put astral in front of anything, it sounds really cool. So I don't really know. So I mean, but is that apparently, or is that just that's just facts? That's, in that's and just out of science. I that's thought science. you were supposed to be being quiet, doing your little star charty thing. That was that was Nathan. <laughs> oh, <right>.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Did you not? Can uh, you not hear my non-character voice? Am I? <laughs> Do we need to go it's more no weird meta. accent?
2: Yes. Sarah? Yes, Minna.
3: Are you aware of the concept of celebrities?
1: Hmm.
2: I've not heard that term before. However, I am aware of Navri Shimmer. Ah, you've heard of her? Yes. Madeline was a fan. Madeline had a portrait of Navri in her room. Oh. I'm sorry that Madeline had such poor taste. I never heard the music myself. I would not be able to comment.
3: Well, if honestly her decorum is anything to go by, we're going to hear it pretty soon so you can make your own judgments. But a lot of her posture is
2: about 80% effective.
3: Hmm. Well, celebrities are famous people who a lot of people know, maybe they'll have posters in bedrooms. Sometimes they get referred to as stars, and it really blows a lot of gas up their asses.
6: Uh, Lazar at that, just like, just shoots up and is like, all right, I am done. Uh, the star charts, uh, we have they have been consulted. Uh, this is a fine thing to be doing. However, uh, we are, uh, the stars are a little uncertain as to uh, who we will be doing it with. Uh, I think that there's are still a lot of questions and a lot of vibes. So why don't we, Why well, we will hear from the squirrels and we will hear from them if that works for the two of you talking to his traveling companions. Uh, and uh, we will see, we will see, we will see. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, we'll see. And then he like huffs over and sits down in a chair.
1: Miss <laughs> Squirrel <laughs> <Ms. laughs> has been not taking tea. his tea. Their tea has finished for long He's just pretending that he. Like, I don't want to be. here. What did I ask them to come? Oh my goodness! This is where I go to hell. <laughs> Finally, we'll just
2: so sorry. Sorry, mm-hmm. well, uh, after Lazar's outburst of wall, uh, Mr. Squirrel is like, oh, and Sarah will just calmly turn to Navri and, and be like, Are you all right? Do you require protection from this desperate man? And does the gas being blown up your anus make you uncomfortable?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Someone had to say anus first. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, uh, I I
4: just give a little bit of a confused sort of look at Sarah and, and I'll look at Lazar and I'll look at Garnot and I'll just say, no, they're they're traveling with me. They, they're like my bodyguards, they keep me safe.
6: Physically and spiritually. You'll oh,
2: just, just hear in your head. If you cannot say out loud, you can tell me in your mind.
1: Blink twice if you need help.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: just I, I
4: kind of just shake my head looking very, very confused because no, like I... I I completely trust both of these, both of these guys. Um, Lazar, obviously, why wouldn't I? Uh,
1: uh, What a lovely evening, right? Um, Now to business. Uh, Mr. Squirrel, then again, just any crumb from the clothes, stands very tall, and then they figure out that they are quite low level in comparison with you so they sort of jump to another set of uh drawers in in, in the wall so they are sort of normal person level face to face all right so come come close this is very secret mission uh, the king well sorry the regent has requested an item from a friend of mine mr cassel mr cassel is a very um is one of my first suppliers we had this long-term relationship not that kind of long-term relationship but we've gone through things i was supposed to meet him last night and well nobody knows where he is Mr. Cassell was um, retrieving this item from uh, Baldur's Gate. They they left the city before some events that happened over there. Um, I know they left safe and there is some rumors that he's been seen in the city uh, a couple of days ago. Um, The fact that he's not, that we haven't met uh, really worries me because he's always really uh, precise on all these matters. Um, We cannot let anything of this information um, to leak because that would mean that um, people, I mean, local authority will be asking what kind of item the king requested sorry the region requested which is not important to be honest what is important to me is to find Mr. Cassell um Mr. Cassell has been last seen in give me a second in one of the traveling circuses And, of course, I have the name
6: somewhere. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: Well, let's make up, uh, yeah, to the Gothic Circus. The Gothic Circus is um, one-of-a-kind performance, and I know that he is a fan, um, so that's quite likely that they have seen him if he's been in town Um, so my request for you is for you to find Mr. Cassell and bring him to me okay it's very important that he doesn't go to the Regent or to the local police he needs to come with me first. That is for his own security, if you know what I mean.
5: I will... Oops, sorry.
2: Sorry, Sarah has actually raised her hand. You say we need to bring Mr. Cassell to you. Yes. It is important that we know, alive or dead.
1: I would rather him to be alive, but if the case comes when he's dead, Please be really careful in how you transport such good. And bring the body to me.
3: Follow-up question. Um, Do you want him unharmed?
1: Uh, uh, Please don't harm Mr. Cassell.
3: Okay, that's that's very important information. Thank you for clarifying.
1: If they have a little bruise from where they've been, that's fine. But please don't, don't harm him or
5: him by any i'm gonna reach over and grab one of the little squirrel sized cups and one of the cookies and i shove them into my armor and if you were to look into my armor there's a little table and chairs with the, the rats sitting at and <laughs> they're put there and he's got a little napkin on and he starts digging into the cookie oh. and i'll just as i do that i look to the squirrel and i go i'll say to him uh so do you want us to bring the item as well and if you do what what is the item just so we know that we're bringing in the right one uh
1: i cannot tell you what the item is because i don't know what the item is but i know that mr cassel will never separate from it he's very i mean he doesn't transport many items at a time so when he does a job it's an individual job so if he's here that means that he's done his job retrieving this item from wherever it was and it's the most important thing for him to um like the mission is the most important thing to him
2: when you say that he cannot part with the item do you mean that figuratively or literally Is he fused with the item, or does he just not want to let it go?
5: He doesn't want to let it go.
2: Ah. That makes things easier.
5: It's basically a find and protect mission, then.
4: Wait. Wait. Okay, Robert. I I have to ask. Um, Obviously, I can understand why you would need somebody like them. And I'll gesture in Winnow's direction for something like this,
2: but... Excuse me? me. Uh, then, Yes. They usually go by the deadly one, please. Oh, of course they do. Um, <clears throat> You
3: can't see behind the mask, but there's just a. Daggers.
1: <laughs>
6: Daggers. Yeah, can... I feel like we can sense it, though. <laughs> yeah, no, you know? yeah, like, even absolutely if we can't see feel it, it, like, we can get it. <laughs>
3: it's like the anime waves of darkness <laughs> coming <laughs> off of. Yeah, yeah.
5: exactly. <laughs> you no, know, every now and then when you get that little sharp feeling in your face like a little sharp stab in your face just like that Mm -hmm, mm
4: -hmm. (laughs) right so um I can see why you would call um the deadly one for something like this uh but me I I mean especially if you're looking to retrieve something that you know is um I I mean if you want us to be inconspicuous perhaps I'm not the best person for this job I mean I, I get absolutely mobbed in the streets of this city and I just wonder if uh,
3: if maybe I'm not the best person for this I, com- I completely agree I don't think Navry would be up to the dis-
5: specific task mm-hmm. I, I, I actually, I'm sorry I'm sorry Shimmer, but I actually have to disagree because your celebrity status is what we could use to sort of, as a cover you know, all those people surrounding around we can sort of get him in the crowd and then bring him back sort of thing, we could do that Um, as a tactical option, maybe.
2: How well can you control your crowd of fans? Could they create a meat shield? I think you meant distraction, but
3: I love that terminology. (laughs) Um, I'm not
4: going to use my fans as a meat shield. Um, thank you. But, um, a distraction, uh, potentially? Yes, if we needed one.
3: Additionally, why have you asked such a large group of powerful individuals to find one person? It seems that there is something you are not telling us.
6: Uh,
1: please roll me a persuasion check. Okay. I would say. <laughs>
3: That is a daddy
1: twenty. Okay. Uh they sort of um keep quiet. And it's really uncomfortable and it's really uh it's really obvious that they are hiding something out of you. Okay, 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 okay. Um I have my reasons to think that there is another group of people looking after him. So I'm a little bit worried that whether they got him already or that if I send one people and these people finds Mr. Cassell, the second group catches up and, you know, so I think that's why I, I decided to to bring more than one people, and especially the deadly one and Napri, and you know, I think, yeah. Well, With to be the, honest, it was really rushed, and that's the a little oh. bit a shame.
3: Sorry, I I keep misreading where the pauses are. <laughs> uh, Winnow is fine, the deadly one is is for emphasis, you know. Okay,
1: okay. yes. Um, so that is the mission, if you don't mind. I can give you some uh, help, and they, then I can move this sort of system of threats and, and things, and the swarm of little red squirrels bring a box, and the box opens. And there is uh five um bottles. Those are uh um, potion of healings, so one uh for uh, for each. And um yes, that is that's all information I have. So if I could say where to start looking after, I would go to, to the gothic circle circus. Have I we, as- if
2: we, sorry, have we asked nope. what Mr. Casal looks like yet?
1: No yet <laughs>
2: okay. oh, yeah. what does Mr. Cassell look like <laughs> she said in character
1: Mr. Cassell is a extraordinary well conserved um turtle folk folk oh. uh, I know he's been in business for centuries but he just looks like a teenager like those people they have serious skincare routines like beautiful um they are. They have a spiky sort of uh, shell uh, in the greenish tones and they have those beautiful yellow eyes. They usually only wear a kind of cloth or like a rote, really airy vibe. Something that you would say, oh, that is just a very um, eccentric um, novel. But yeah, that, that's Mr. Cassell.
2: And you have no idea about what Mr. Cassell was doing with this item before to get him in trouble?
1: Listen, he's he's always up to the most extraordinary artifacts. So I wouldn't be surprised that this is a very powerful item. Or maybe just something that people believe that is powerful, you know, like a token or something, something that is going to give you eternal life, but actually does nothing. Um, so, I think this could be big. I thought you um, said
3: you knew yeah. what the item was.
1: No, no, he, uh, I, I, I don't know. I never ask. I, I actually contact i'm I'm the middle person in this deal between castell and the
5: regent
3: typical squirrel under the breath under the
5: breath right well uh i mean if that's all the information you've got uh, I, i suppose we best get off and as i say that a bubble comes out from under my armor Oh yeah, I'll put my hand in and I'll pull out a pristine,ly clean little squirrel mug and I'll put it down. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, thank you. Do, do you, do you want to take it?
1: Uh, I have many in the bag. You, you can take it if you want. Yeah, sure. Put it back in.
2: Are we finished with the tea drinking ritual?
1: Uh, of course, we are.
2: Ah, excellent. It is impolite to speak of finances whilst consuming food and drink, but the Deadly One, or Winnow, as they are also uh, happy to be known by, works for, I believe, money.
1: I yes. do. Uh, a quote has been paid already to um, the Kill, Adventure Kill Limited so um no worries for that once the uh mr cassel has been retrieved to me in any form or state and uh, you can go back to the guild and uh, collect your money
3: and uh, if if he is damaged um still get full price uh,
1: yes don't worry about that okay as, been, for NABRI, as for Nabri and company we can talk about our uh, deal after. If you know what I mean?
6: Yeah, Lazar very casually slides like a rate sheet over, <laughs> you know, just just for like, you know, to base the prices off of, you know,
1: Is it human size
6: piece of paper or? or Oh, absolutely. Well, uh, I you know, that's up to I'm not the manager, you know, <laughs> Navri is, you know, she's her own person. So it depends on what Navri's vibes are, where it's just like, no, we just print out stacks and then they just kind of deal with it or if it's like well yes we we also have giants giant sheets of paper for large creatures to read um to make sure we get the merch out so that i leave leave
4: we're definitely incredibly inclusive when it comes to that it would be ridiculous to ask a large creature to read something small (laughs) it would be equally silly for someone small to read something large um and you know it's it's much easier to get gigs when you're very easy to work with so that's that's one of the uh the the non uh the non like drama queen things that i like really really like subscribe to it's really so the important one
6: also, the one I also postage stamp sized yeah, writer
5: i, I store it's all little... of it in my armor so you know i've got a pocket on the right side for the small leaflets i've got on the left side for the human-sized <laughs> ones and then unfortunately down my back is where you'll get the ones for the giants i so imagine
3: so... <laughs> that another bard had been cancelled for a similar offense and now you extra on <laughs> yes. it yeah, it was. Oh, it was. It was a before. big thing. Yeah.
1: I, I do imagine that Robert take care of uh, takes care of those small little contracts. So a little paper comes out of the of the uh, armor, and then Garrett passes it to Lazar. Yeah,
6: Lazar I was gonna Lazar say it's out. like a, just a chain of passing off. So it's like Lazar I just my a hand out.
1: Yeah, everything is okay. And Lazar passes it to Mister Squirrel.
6: Mister Squirrel gasps. <laughs> oh
1: my god. Well,
6: OK, OK, just I, some numbers I, to start to start from. Yes, I'm, I'm
4: sure you understand that as my fame has increased, so have my rates. They're perfectly in line with other uh, celebrities of my status. So.
1: <laughs> and I'm so proud of you because you know what your worth is and that exactly.
4: it's OK. Exactly.
1: As everybody gets ready to Leave the establishment. There is where we're gonna take our break. So see you in five-ten minutes. We're gonna have a short rest, consume our consumables, and see you in a bit. And way back, we just um, had a short rest and we're ready to go again during the first half. I don't remember what we did because that was a lot fun. So I was just paying attention to you and not taking any notes at all. But as far as I remember, We introduced our players. We went and reported to the guild with uh, Wino and Sarah. Now, Sarah is a registered familiar for Wino, and they are under the um, they are covered by Widow's life insurance. On the other part of the story, uh, Nabri now has been spotted in the city. So now everybody is aware that this shooting star is in town and it may or not cause some problems later. Who is who is to decide that? Oh, me, right. And then we met Mr. Squirrel and he's been scolded about manners when you drink tea and how you sit and how you treat your um your guest. Thank you very much, Sarah. Uh, then Mr. Squirrel has explained the mission, which is please try to find Mr. Cassell and bring him back to me, right? We don't need the local and the local order. We don't need any other to know. Please, this is a high secretly mission. And the lead that you have is that he was seen a couple of days ago in the Gothic circus. And I guess that is where we're going to head now. I mean, you don't have to, but I'm guessing. I'm hoping please go there.
6: <laughs> yeah, for
2: a night on the town.
6: <laughs> yes.
2: Yay. <laughs>
6: we, have a, we have some curtain times while we're in here that we really need to hit, so yeah. we got to keep things moving. Yeah. <laughs> now. now that we've officially accepted the job. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Great. So with that, the floor is yours.
5: Just I'm oh, sorry. No, sorry. after you,
2: please.
5: Uh, oh, I apologize. I, 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 I didn't also mean to. apologize. Be... I I didn't. I, d- I didn't mean to be rude. Sorry, but no, I, we're,
2: I, we're stuck in a loop. We're stuck
4: in a loop. Get out of the loop.
5: I'm sorry. 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 Sorry, Shimmer. Uh, yeah. My question is: Does anybody actually know where the Gothic Circus is?
4: I'll turn my head and look at Winnow. Up, <laughs> down, up, down. I'm pretty sure there's at least one of us who
3: does. <laughs> Do I know where the Gothic Circus is?
1: Uh, make me a history roll.
3: Okay. Uh, history, history, history. That, oh minus one, so that's a nine.
1: <laughs> so you've heard about it, but given that it's a traveling circus, it doesn't have, like, a established... Um, location however you know that all those kind of um big performances are usually not in town but out of town bit, uh, close to the lake so um in the region of am we have uh, the city and close to it we have uh, a lake and there is where uh traveling circles or uh, farmers have the tents or the small um, Uh, stalls so probably that is the the way to go if you want to find not only the gothic circles but other any other performances
3: cool i just kind of turn to navry and just say well i you're right i kind of do know where it is because i'm plugged into all the hottest spots in town and it's just out of town by the lake so you know we're in a bit of a hurry now so you want to come come along
4: I'm, I'm sorry, you're, you're plugged into all the hottest things in town, but this isn't even in town. It's out of town. Okay. No, sure. Okay. Oh, technicalities,
2: bitch. Mm-hmm. 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 No. Mm-hmm. I think what I think what tr- to is using.
6: I think what Navri is trying to say is that we go to so many places across the world. We go, we explore all kinds of interesting scenes, meet so many interesting people um, That's it's, you know, we, we, we hope that we can uh, get to know some of the smaller, quainter, more interesting local places that have
5: uh, their own kind of flavor as well. Shall we go? Uh, I agree with with, uh, with Sarah. Is that your name? Sorry, Sarah.
2: Sarah, yes. yes. It uh, stands I... for Security Entertainment Recreation Reinforcement Automaton. But Sarah is easier to pronounce.
5: Uh, d- definitely. Is, I, I will definitely be using that instead of, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the other thing that you said. I, I can remember it, but it, oh, I think I might trip over my tongue a bit if I try saying it. So, but yeah, if I, you I agree. Like
2: reminding at any point, please just ask.
5: And every ten minutes into our journey, I will ask for a reminder, <laughs> <laughs> and
2: Love you it. will get it.
1: Good. So, um, as this beautiful conversation, which as a fan I'm loving, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy rewatching this, and uh, we're watching this. Um, you are heading out of town, and so the, the the shop of uh, mr squirrel is centerish but sort of in the merchant uh district so there is not that many um fans of Napri that at this point may cause or not problems but once you're starting to approach to this out of time place of entertainment let's think about it like a fun fair with a lot of different things happening um of course, people is distracted in their own businesses because they are either trying to get into a ride or some of the phone games or arcades, whatever. But from time to time, you you receive that side like, is it? Is it her? No way! Come on, look at this. She cannot be here. No, I'm pretty sure she is. No, no, leave it. So some people will hesitate, but you feel that vibe that you've been recognized. Um I would say as well at this point, I will everybody to roll me for initiative. No, I'm joking. Uh, for <laughs> perception checks, please. <laughs> Ooh,
4: twenty-three.
6: Beautiful. Got a Natural 20
3: Sorry.
6: for
1: a twenty-seven. Nice. So 27 for Nathan. Uh, any um, higher
2: than
5: the 27? Whole 15. <laughs> 12. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> so, um, uh, Winnow's
4: just so upset at, at Navri getting noticed and just like the, the gross display that, like, they just are not at all paying attention. They're just awful. Oh,
1: yes. It's awful. It's the worst. Uh, Lazar <laughs> is the one that is, is is observant obviously and he um he's keeping some distance with you just sort of scanning all, all the um place and Nabri, you've been instructed really well by Lazar how to identify those sort of threats you know you you need to identify between the fans and the creepy fans you say this one is gonna run to me and stab me because he thinks he loves me and that's the way to go but this one is a genuine um, fan that only wants uh, the greetings maybe so both of you spot someone that is being Following you, it's not that obvious, but yeah, you've seen him sort of going in the corners that you do and keeping the distance for a moment and then catching up, leaving some distance, catching up. And it's just one individual. Obviously, it's a hooded one. Uh, at this point, probably is like 30, 40 feet away. Um, they don't seem any menacing, but probably, you know, if you see one, probably you are not seeing the other 20 around. No, I'm joking. Um, or am I? <laughs> no. Um, as you all approach to this phone uh, fair thing, there is three big uh, tents. So probably there is more than one circus around. But as the name precedes it, the gothic one has the reds and the blacks sort of tones in the tent. Um, that is probably the one that is closest to the lake, while the others are sort of more between the city and the lake.
3: Well, I think we found our our spot. Mm, that,
5: that, that's really good, and during the journey I've been trying to fiddle with something on my back and eventually I just pull out this really long cloak and I shake it a little bit and some little mothballs and dust fall off of it and I walk up behind Navry as she's walking and I'll just throw it over her. Ooh.
1: Well,
4: uh, just... Just to keep me warm or to, like, keep me out of sight? I'm a...
5: i <laughs> am I think it's more to keep you out of sight. Uh, we okay. don't really want them following us while we're trying to find our target. Mm-hmm. Maybe once we've found the target, we can use them, but... Right now, it's a bit of an annoyance.
4: Great. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I is it is it the kind of thing where you're like tossing it over like my head and like so like I can't see where I'm going, or is it just like no, like here's here's a hood and we're just gonna try and hide you a little bit?
5: I to start off with, I chuck it over you quite abruptly, so you're just walking along and it just
4: yeah comes Mm -hmm. on you.
5: You'll stop. I'll walk in front of you and I'll take the two clasps and I'll pin it and I'll give you a big fanged smile because I've got more mm-hmm. fangs and then I'll just put my arms around the back and just pull the head over and just gently put it make sure it doesn't get tangled up in your horns and then just sort of pat down the top of it a Yeah, you still look good, but at least people won't notice who you are.
4: Yeah, I um did uh Garnot did Garnot see the guy? That like, or the person, the individual who's been kind of no, like, no, it
1: was only Lassar. Uh, okay,
4: just the two of us. Um, and it, as Garnot says this, I'll lean in and I'll just say thank you because I don't, I don't know if you've seen it, but there's somebody has kind of been following us already, so we probably should have done this before. But um,
5: yeah. I look. am gonna do it. I look behind and I see both Sarah and Manara there, and we're like, yeah, with they're supposed to be following us.
4: Not not, not them. There was somebody else, just like always, always at a distance, but just in the shadows, ducking around. They were wearing a hood. I don't know.
5: I will keep my eyes peeled.
4: Okay. It's a a good Um, idea.
1: As you try to look for this individual, you notice that somebody notice that and hides so you you don't see but maybe you see the 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 last bit of the of the cloak hiding behind a corner or something so you you lost sight of them or came up let's decide that later um but yeah now you know nothing what is this individual as you keep uh going to uh the gothic circle these sort of Mossy smell gets to you. Uh, the atmosphere turns a little bit heavy because these people like to keep. It is a whole experience. So there is a smokers and some sort of love lighting happening around. So it almost seems that you uh, got into a um, Halloween movie sort of uh, style now, and this the performance hasn't started yet, but you can see the artist sort of getting ready. You can see the full Gothic theme, jester, and some jugglers uh, throwing plays in the sky. All of them have piercings all over the body, face painting in the black, white, and red uh, tones. Uh, all the clothing is sort of racked and yeah, very, very um, Halloween thing uh, theme. Um, however they they seem not to um, they notice you but they don't pay much attention Um, that all these people are weirdos in a good way so all the five weirdos come on everybody's welcome Um, I would say that the tent is facing up the lake so uh, as you approach the tent you are in the back of the tent if you want to go to the main entrance that would be going around and since you are in the back of the tent you as well see um, other small small tents where the uh, artist uh, sleeps maybe some um, places where some animals are well treated and kept Um, as well some um, food trucks where um, like popcorns and and um, candy floss is, is sold. It's really quiet at the moment, but you can notice that people this is starting to, uh, to come because they know that the performance is going to start um, soon.
3: Okay. Um, I think we should try and catch whoever's in charge before the performance starts and just ask if anyone has seen uh, Mr. Cassell. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good place to start. Agreed? Agreed? Agreed?
5: Yeah, I agree. Would well. that be like, the what, are they, what do they call those sorts of people? Is it a ringmaster? Is it that? Or the master of ceremonies or something like that? Is it one of those people that we need to go find?
3: I think so. They might just be a figurehead,
2: so there may be a manager, but we'll see who we can find. According to the books that Madeline used to read, I believe you are correct. I believe it is the ringmaster and we should look for someone in a red coat and a top hat.
1: What is my top hat? <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, make me a investigation check. No, do you know what? An insight check. Uh, anyone can roll or everyone can roll. Oh,
3: it. I'm also going to say, as we're talking about like ringleaders, you see um, Winnow just deflate a little and just... Mm.
2: Mm.
6: Oh, no
2: 21 Nice. 18 19 and no. 15
1: oh, bueno. as a group um because they all are getting ready you don't see the full outfit of the mastering but you notice this figure who uh everything orbits around um, them uh you see a huge goliath uh really feminine figure um The hair is really long and curly, black. Uh, The face is sort of in the white tones with uh, black tattoos all going down. And they're being surrounded by people sort of asking, Oh, this is not working. What are we going to do? And she's giving orders. So you sort of know that even when they are not uh, in the full outfit, this person is the the one that calls the shots.
5: Oh, I mean who wants to be the one to sort of start the conversation uh, i I'm not generally too good at that. I'm normally just stand here and look imposing or-
4: I mean Lazar of course
5: i i I
6: think that uh that winnow being so familiar with the place actually being uh you know so 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 tuned in to the local scene should, uh, should please go, go lead the way. We will learn from you.
3: No, 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 no. You are going to earn your keep. You're not just going to have me and Sarah do all of the work while you take all of the
2: credit. No. You do this bit. It's interesting. The words lo- that Lazar was saying were true, but I do not like the tone in which he spoke them. Sharp <laughs> sure, Sarah? I oh,
1: do no.
3: Why don't you take us away?
4: Why would I? Lazar is is the one who uh, he he speaks for me uh, in matters such
3: as this. So you're not going to do anything on this adventure, are you?
5: (laughs) I've walked over. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say. I feel like I was about to say.
6: Yeah. Lazar Lazar also would, would at this point be like, ah, okay, I see how this is going to be going and we have things <laughs> to do. Uh, and, and then notices that you have already left and then like does one of those and just kind of like scurries off behind you as well. Um so, uh, yeah, there's still some people, like two or three people
1: trying to sort out their own problems around um, the Ringmaster. Uh, and they seem to have a little bit of problem calling the shots because... Um, Although they have the authority, it might not be easy to solve some sort of thing. So yeah, probably they, the performance will be late or something.
5: Hello? Hello? cheers, mate. Yeah, you. One in the middle, curly hair. Yeah. Hello? Yeah. Hello? Yeah.
1: And everybody just turns around like, we're really sorry, we're sort of busy here. Uh, If you want tickets, just uh, the queue is over there. Yes.
5: Uh, actually no we we, were looking for someone uh, a little bit in charge we're looking for someone uh, quite important and you look like you've got some sort of authority around here thought we might like to ask you if that's right. I don't normally do the talking but you know I'm doing the talking so could you talk to me please Uh, one of them they finally get like a sign or some uh, cash to so whatever they want
1: they left uh, um, this person sort of Thanks. Okay, okay, okay. I don't have much time. Actually, they, they speak a little bit slow. I don't have much time. Uh, what do you want?
5: Uh, we are looking for someone. Uh, it, it, his name is Mr. Gazelle. He's tall, you know. He's got a nice spiky shell, uh, yellowish eyes. Uh, he's travelled, you know. He's greenish hue to his to his general physique, sort of thing. Uh, you see him around anywhere? He's last seen here.
1: Uh when you say then when you start describing Mr. Cassell, everybody sort of looks at this person, the Goliath, and they leave. And they say, What is your business with that man?
5: Oh, we just we just need to, you know, we just need to collect him and take him somewhere some. Nothing, nothing nothing serious or anything like that. It's yeah, you know, he's he's just gotta take him somewhere. So
6: can I do an insight check to see that to read that reaction a little bit more? Like whether he is like fuck this guy or whether he is like, Oh, we need to like we need to protect this person.
0: Yeah. Eighteen? Uh,
1: so the Golia they are Concern about they don't have a business with mr cassel but they recognize that it's a threat or there is something shady happening around mr cassel
6: so it's more like we don't want to have anything to to, to to do with them um then then lazar would just jump in at that and just be like oh we yes we will we will just uh we will take him off your hands we will uh keep Keep things moving, I see you are very busy and probably do not need any more distractions. So uh, uh, please let us let us help you. Oh, you, you don't have to worry,
1: that was solved yesterday. Like some people came and took him. It was a little bit of a mess, blood everywhere. Some of our artists were, you know, um, injured. Now we don't have who is running that uh, mm-hmm. performances i'm really glad that that mr cassel is gone i mean he was here a couple of nights he wanted to talk with the with the oracle with the seer oh my god such a weird guy but yeah i'm glad that the other guys took him
5: uh um who are these other guys in
6: yeah uh this, who can you describe them who's they
5: from did they introduce themselves all of that what he said why am i doing the talking i just just sort of step back and go no
0: you're finally, doing great you're doing great you're doing great just, yeah but i mean we would yeah. it's a one it's a two it's a one it's a two <laughs> yeah i know but i mean you
5: finally pull your finger out and decide to actually start talking to someone so you know now that you're doing that i can sort of step back and just sort of look sorry love sorry yeah carry on yeah no whatever
1: so they're gonna have a role on the inside. It's gonna sort of look into your souls and say you you seen them um points at um garnet. No, sorry, uh Lazar, yes. The ones in the hoods.
6: You you saw
1: me see them? I know you are always observant. You haven't... You, you, are, you are always looking around. I wouldn't... I would be surprised if you didn't spot them.
6: And and Lazar, like, looks at Garnet and just, like, kind of like,
5: mm. <laughs> I have no idea what they're talking about.
6: Uh... So this was uh, yesterday, you said? Yes. Was it uh, what? Was it uh, at the show before
1: a show? Was almost at the end of the show, so we were about to perform one of the last acts, and lights went out. Lights went out. Sorry, out. Uh, 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 <laughs> lights were out. Lights went in, and suddenly uh, there was everywhere running and people trying to catch uh, Mister Cassell, and yeah, he he. Defend himself, but finally they got them. But yeah, a lot of fire everywhere.
6: Ooh. ah, uh, and uh, to, I'm sorry. Uh, what this uh, this individual? What did he do? How did you know him? Was uh, his reputation? What's what can you no, tell no. us? We we're only here to come and come and uh, and uh, and retrieve him.
1: Uh, nobody, to, to nobody, him talked, with us. nobody talked to him.
6: He was just quite
1: insistent in talking with our uh, seer, but she didn't want to talk to to him. But he was here every night, just uh, asking to talk to her. Wait until the end of the show. We were like, she doesn't want to talk to you. Go home.
6: Talk to her, or that she didn't want to talk to him in particular, or or anyone. I, we understand when you uh, have to perform, you have to get in the zone as we like to call it uh you know i'm we are also you know in the business as they say uh so i i understand i understand i'm just curious
1: yeah well the oracle the here. of course she knows things and she just didn't want to talk to him
5: uh, that's rather rather interesting and i'm going to turn to the others and i'm just going to wave them over Uh, well, uh, do you happen to know who they were or where they might have taken him?
1: To be fair, uh, it was the end of the show. We had take care of the people that was injured, talk to the, um, customers. It was a lot of, my God, I just can't go through it again. So please don't you be that kind of people. I don't want to, you know, have
6: problems. Of course, of course you have a show, you have a show, of course. Uh, could we, would, could, could we maybe speak to this, uh, the seer? If she wants See if to she talk- will, Of course, of
1: course. If she wants to talk to you, that's not up to me. Uh, what were your names?
6: He we, he lists them off in <laughs> in order of, he introduces himself, then he introduces Garnet, then he introduces Sarah, then, uh, then Winnow, and then Navri. In that specific order,
0: When, when... the
6: enthusiasm goes up. Uh,
5: ha!
1: <laughs> 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 I love the shade of this part. Um, so, um, as no name rings a bell to them, actually, well, you haven't asked for their name, but that's up to you, not to me, and. Um, uh, I, I, well, I
2: think. I think. Sorry. I think if uh, Lazar had listed off all of our names and not, in polite response, inquired about this this individual's name as well, then Winno would have. Uh, Winno, Sarah, would have uh, reminded him.
1: Yeah. So the name is Gil. Like Jill. G-I-L.
6: Yeah. No, Lazar doesn't ask for the names because the trick is that Navri then comes in and then gets the personal star like, well, hey, I'm Navri, great to meet you, what's your name? That's not, that's not Lazar, <laughs> Lazar's not there for that, that. Whole you know, he's kind of <laughs> like, he kind of sets, she sets the stage and then, boom, she comes in, seals the deal and now has that personal relationship with the, you know, with the person. That is just, that's just Crowd Work 101 and it really speaks to, I think, your guys' lack of classical training.
4: <laughs> does uh when when Lazar introduces me, just because I'm curious, does Jill know me?
1: So um when they mention Nebri's name, she you can see they like this <gasps> Yeah, sure. Of course. She is here and she walks away. Uh
5: I'm I'm gonna agree. I I, I get the feeling Sarah's gonna say this to you but that was quite rude
2: yes yes it was Garnet well observed
5: <laughs> and a couple of minutes ah. pass, uh,
1: pass and uh, jills comes back and they are they they, they have this sort of phase, like it's been a couple of months since the seer actually wants to talk with someone and I'm so sorry to ask for this but
5: could you please tie my chest? <laughs> uh, wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on. Look at, look at the person. Uh, no, that's a small one. Oh, there we go. Uh, there you go. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very
1: much. And they just um, go away. Um, point, point to one ten. Yeah, the the seals over there. Uh, please, deep breath.
2: Are they, of course! Is the Sia part of the show? Do they have a deadline?
1: Sometimes, depending on how she's feeling.
2: Oh. Is it not a set show that you perform every night so the audience gets the same experience every time?
1: Uh, no, we actually do it quite improvised.
2: So the audience might pay the same money as the people the previous night but not get the same quality of show?
1: That's why they have to come back many nights.
2: That seems exploitative.
1: Yes, we are not,
5: like, good people.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: Doesn't
3: seem like you're good performers, Surprising, either.
5: Surprisingly refreshing. Oh, uh, at least they're honest.
6: <laughs> Wasn't Winner the one who was like, oh, yeah, I know all about the God Circus. They suck. Is that was that the vibe? It's like actually, it's very bad, but I do know about it, and you're dumb for not.
3: knowing. It was more of a more of a flex of knowing something that you guys didn't. <laughs>
5: <laughs> even though I it didn't. is a, even though it is bad.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: So, if we go to see the seer, um, I think it would be best if uh, we let. Oh, I think um, I think Mano. M- 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 can I call you Win? Is that okay? No. Winona, Winona, Winoa.
3: Sorry. No,
5: sorry, I'm terrible with pronouncing names, that's why I call, and I point to Lazar, that's why I call him Love, because I can't say his name properly, mm-hmm. and that's why I call, and I point to Na, uh, Navri, that's why I call Shimmer, uh, I, I'm not very good at it, Sarah is the only name that I can actually say, because it's it's actually quite easy, it's more, it, anyway, uh, I think it would be best for you to to, to start the conversation with the Seer, I'm going to keep love away from it a little bit because tears and oracles and all that sort of thing tend to bug him. Mm -hmm.
3: I can't imagine why.
2: Yes, love did somewhat stack it against the uh, the previous person we were speaking to. Mm
1: -hmm. Nice. So um, your approach to this tent. The tent is all in silks, white and um, sorry, uh, blue um, colors with, uh, golden filigree and bits and odds. Um, there is two individuals in the front, sort of, guarding this, and as you approach, they open one of the, um, sort of, clothes that are hanging. and you can see inside almost pitch black.
3: Do I have dark vision? I do not uh-huh. have the, the, dark vision.
6: Good character question. question. Good question. Where is Dim light, it? let's say. Okay. Dim light. Well, I can always just cast light, too, if it comes to that. But not now, because that would ruin... That <laughs> That ruins the mystique. And and Lazar is very aware of that. But in a very genuine was like, well, no, of course you don't walk into a seer's tent and be like, oh, let's turn on all the lights. Like, that's just show some respect for the game.
2: Can't be ruining the ambiance.
6: Right. Exactly. 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 Um, So we'll see. We'll check the vibes, but worst case scenario, we can figure it out and turn on the light pretty easily.
3: Yeah. So we just stride right on in.
6: (laughs) So
1: you're going to enter, right? So as you enter, there's really sweet smell maybe honey orange and cinnamon there is a good brew happening in some point of, of the tent and since the moment that you get in you hear this sort of rattle and you feel like so there is this um so the tent has like a carpet but you can see that the carpet sort of moves and in a sort of easing way so there is something underneath the carpet and you see a figure sitting down in front of a table oh so you finally came you hear a little really low volume feminine voice and she says please have a seat
3: so you know who we are and why we're here
1: i know some bits I cannot see everything, but i um, uh, I know why you're here.
2: Winnow, you have been offered a seat. She I would prefer please. to stand.
3: Very well.
1: So there's a little bit of uh low seats, more more like, like cushions, and the table is really, really slow, low, and Once your uh, eyes have uh, adapted to the low light, you can see this figure who has like a beautiful porcelain skin and a white robe and this uh, beautiful sort of, um, what's it called, the thing that you put in your head, Um, like Aladdin's thing. Um, Like a veil? uh yeah but to cover your like to cover your head oh my goodness Um, like a turban yeah like a turban turban. Uh, and it shimmers with the light Uh, when you put more attention you can see that this uh is made of snakes and you are in front of a medusa there is a crystal not a um, crystal ball it's more like a quartz and inside the, crate, the, the port the ports is a little bit of uh, smoke just moving around, and she extends um, her hands. Mm, interesting, interesting. Tell me, what are you looking for?
3: I thought you already knew.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That man. We yeah. We'll talk about him later.
6: Are fucking just the biggest eye roll that he can possibly imagine <laughs> at that response. Just, ugh. Uh,
5: I look. Deep I, look in him, his soul. I look at him. I look at him because I can hear it, and I move over to sort of get ready to pull him out. <laughs> no, tell me what are you actually looking for?
3: We're here on business. we're looking for Mr. Cassell
1: well I guess you can lie to you as much as you want but you cannot lie to me and I understand what your mission is Uh, that little squirrel one day I'm going to eat it just for the fun Um, but if you want information, you need... It has a cost, right? I'm sure you are aware now what happened yesterday and that my performance tonight is a little bit short in performance. So I'm sure we can get into an arrangement here. A win-win arrangement. Get the cheese.
2: Sorry. No, it was Sorry, the, sorry. The, the, it's a win win situation. Sarah just pipes up with actually their name is Winno.
1: <laughs> a win win no situation.
3: So, for you to give us the information about uh, Mr. Cassell, you want us to perform like monkeys.
1: You're more clever than you
3: think. I don't think you realize. What's going on here? This isn't a transaction. This is official guild business. And you are going to tell us what we need to know.
2: And uh, I'd like to take
3: off my mask.
1: Checklist.
3: Oh, can I take off my mask for emphasis? Yes. I just kind of stare with my terrifying face. What what is Winnow's face? I was gonna say. It is completely grey, kind of Almost featureless, like almost kind of smoothed over with dark coal rimmed eyes that could kind of sink in with no pupils in and the mouth is naturally black lined a little bit too far. Horrifying. Nice. Yeah. Ooh. Was that intimidation? Yes. Cause that was a twenty-two, because on the NAT 20. Yes. So,
1: uh, they shit themselves, Mm -hmm. but it's in that moment, the turban sort of opens and you can see a dozen of pair of eyes, just yellow eyes looking at you. Could you please make me a constitution saving throw?
6: Ruh-roh.
3: Okay. Uh, 18.
1: Nice. So you feel a little bit like shimmy shimmy happening to you. Um, shimmy shimmy yeah there is his, his, um
3: <laughs>
1: something something there we'll leave it later like no, no 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 no, you're the one that don't understand what is going on here and you start hearing all those rattles and you from the um say, uh, behind her there is such where is sitting like the seat you can see some other face heads of other Medusas sort of appearing. And then you see more uh, eyes, like yellow eyes, uh, looking at you. And then she's like, it's okay, sisters, it's okay. And then uh, the heads disappear, but you're still feeling this movement under the carpet of this sort of S thing, things moving um, underneath.
2: I do not like the tone you are taking with the deadly one. We have come here asking for information. If you are not able to proffer it, then maybe we shall just leave.
1: Uh, I mean, I just proposed a deal and you are not willing to take it.
2: You are not very clear on the terms of the deal. If you would like to make a deal, most humanoids like to trade in money.
1: Uh, They look really uh, uh, focused on on Winnow. Yes, I want you to perform us monkeys and then I will give you the information
6: I feel do you like
2: they perform as a monkey you know
3: we haven't exhausted our options here I think that you're just gonna have to make do without these monkeys in your performance
2: if you are after someone to perform, Navri is with us. I believe that she performs all the time.
6: Uh excuse me. Uh how many monkeys do you need?
1: I have uh three acts that are missing one person. So I have it's miss I'm missing um what am i missing the blade juggler, the um trapezoid artist trapezoid tra- trapeze artist and uh, the Beastmaster.
4: Well, that doesn't sound like my type of performing at all.
6: (laughs) No, it's extraordinarily not in in Lazar's wheelhouse, either. None of those things (laughs) may not surprise you to learn.
3: You mean the Great Napri Shimmer? It's not up to the task of this, this crowd pleasing performance? you are trying so hard and it is so cute oh you're trying to hurt my feelings i'm not actually but thank you thank you so much thank
4: you
5: and we really? go back to the cycle well, i have, have a feeling no, that we're just going to keep like thanking each other all the time uh, i don't I oh, understand oh i got why. something for,
3: i got something for you in my pocket actually hang on hang on mm-hmm. <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, uh let me just let me just take that and I'll pretend to take it and I'll stick it in and oh 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 and then outside out the other side i just go, oh
3: <laughs> That was cute. I actually like that.
5: I know, I quite I actually quite like you. you're quite fun.
3: Oh thank you.
1: Uh, the seer says, uh we have enough clowns and jesters. So then again what I need <laughs> is <laughs> the sword juggler uh the trapeze artist and the bass master
4: well I'm fine being a trapeze artist uh, I think the only one here that's edgy enough to be a blade juggler is Winnow I'm not gonna perform I don't oh perform my god, of course god forbid you actually have to do any
2: work it's fine the deadly one has been doing all the work so far
4: Talking. Mm.
5: Mm. Why? Why? Why exactly do we need to perform? Aren't, aren't we on a bit of like a like a, a time crunch sort of thing? You know, the person that we're here to, to get has been taken by, you know, someone else. So if we like waste our time performing, all for right. You... Hey,
6: do you all hear what we are talking about? Oh no, here we he goes. There is a seer, a practitioner of the divine seeing of the future, of all things, of the of the machinations of the universe. And we, we are not ones to question. Here it comes. We, and he like, yeah, dramatically strikes a pose. We, we are, we are but stardust. <laughs> Do you not see? We blow in the astral winds. As, as forces propel us, forces we cannot see or understand or control, and look, and look where it has, it has blown us in front of such a incredible, incredible individual. We, we'll uh, we cannot, we, we cannot look this sign in, in, in the face and say no. That is what I think, at least. Did, did you see what he did there? He put Astral in front of Winged and it sounded really cool. <laughs> it did not sound really cool. It, does that not make my point?
5: Exactly.
4: You know, Lazar, you are absolutely correct. Of course, of course, this is but an opportunity for us. And I completely understand if I is not up to the task. That is fine. I am more than happy to play the role of Trapeze Artist. Garnot is a master with a blade. And Lazar, you have a away with beasts of all shapes and sizes so i, just, I tried I've tried <laughs> so if needs must they shall
5: uh, sorry well, that still doesn't make much sense because then we're not looking for our target and our target could be dead
4: well because Winnow we i Winnow did such a great job with the seer. This is how we have to get things done. So
3: I
6: have Garnet. a feeling it
3: would have gone this way anyway.
6: Garnet, you don't I, you, you beautiful soul. You, you have such a beautiful astral soul. But you, you don't always see the space dust in between the stars, my friend. That's nice that, it's all, it's all, even if we cannot see it, it is all before us in a tapestry. Uh,
2: Sarah is miss- just watching Lazar through all of this speech and it's just like, it, it is that stare that is like into the very depths of your soul. I am um,
6: my astral soul your or astral my regular soul. soul? No, no, <laughs> it's, <laughs> important.
2: It's, it's just, just your regular soul because Sarah is trying to figure out whether you've seen anything at all or not. I'm, I'm I'm gonna, I might even detect thoughts, you know, (sighs) on Lazar to see if Lazar has actually like any concept of the, the the actual enormity of the astral sea and the, the spaces between and the, the beings Mm -hmm. of that space.
6: It's just surface level thoughts, right?
2: At the moment, yeah. At the
6: moment, it's...
2: Am I get any roll? any reach uh but, i don't do do think uh, is that
1: um, um does that has any uh component
6: ooh, that no actually may... actually here's what will happen is that lazar will in whatever kind of descriptive way makes sense and order of operations makes sense lazar will know like will realize that you are you know casting a spell on him and will choose to fail the saving throw. Mm. <clears throat> Very well. Oh my god! And right. and so- and you you as you you know are like, and he's not, and I don't I don't I think it's surface level and whatever, um. And so you can roll any insight checks kind of off of it, um. But you you would hear him thinking, like kind of knowing knowing that you're listening, that. I I have seen things, incomprehensible things, large things, beautiful things, and horrifying things. And they have led me here. And who am I? Who am I to walk away?
2: I'm going to take a little bit of liberty here, Ali. Of- And just say that with that thought process uh, Lazar just hears in response not Sarah's voice but like a deep fathomless voice Go
6: Who are you indeed?
1: And that's it Um, So this is a very interesting situation that I was expecting to have it that further in the office of where I'm right. loving it. Uh, for a second, the rattling that was continuous in the rooms sort of stops because the time have sort of stops between the two of you and you hear another sort of ominous, uh, ominous voice, very, um, uh, how to say, uh, it's the voice of a man, but, it's probably the uh, the collection of many voices. And this uh, voice says, um, oh, it's you again. I thought last time I put you away. Uh, alasar, um the stars definitely had a twist this time. I'm happy for you to be here. I've done Please keep an eye on this, um, uh, Sarah, as they like to be called. And you recognize this voice. This voice is the, the voice of your god, uh, Alareth. And after that, you hear the rattling again as the time keeps moving on. Um, and I believe that after you go deeper, the, um, uh, the spell finishes. So I guess you're not. Uh, if if you want to hear the thoughts of the other people, you have to cast it again.
2: Yeah, that's fine.
6: Yeah, and like you would see Sarah, you would see that Lazar was like resolute and like ready to keep the back and forth going. Like was obviously like taken aback by the voice, but was like about to probe, about to have do some react somehow, and then just like fall silent and just like. Stops, and has no further reaction, other than just kind of like taking you and the whole situation. in.
2: You just get um, a little head tilt in response.
6: Uh, the
1: Medusa, um, the performance is going to start soon, so we have a deal or not?
5: Uh, I, hang on, hang on a minute, right? Okay, just before you, just before you said about you know. You held your hands out and said, what are you looking for? If if one of us does does that with you, could we get the information that way and then not have to perform? Is that is that a thing? No, that was an extra.
1: It was, you know, a gift out of me. But now I offer you the information that you need to find Mr. Cassell in exchange of you uh, putting my performance tonight.
2: How long is the performance?
1: It's about an hour. I mean, not, it's just the whole thing, but each one of you will have to perform maybe 10 minutes.
2: I calculate that if we do not take up this... Did so we get the Medusa's name?
1: Uh, not just the Seer.
2: Okay. I calculate that if we do not take the Seer up on her offer, we would probably spend about the equivalent amount of time faffing about, trying to get any further information. Sarah, I, I just
3: kind of go up and just kind of kind of speak softer I'm really not comfortable performing I, I really don't want to do it
2: that's okay she only requires three okay okay they
3: won't they won't just have me on stage will they I will make sure that they do not okay thank you
1: so we have a deal
3: Yes, of course,
4: of course, we we trust in the seer. And I, I'll, I'll gesture to Lazar and Garnot. We always believe the words of the seers. And as Lazar said, this is what we must do to appease the seer. Of course, of course, we'll do it.
1: Uh, I appreciate. So uh, at this point, they're going to get into really technical. How would you going to um, have to perform. They're gonna. Uh, they establish that they will have a. This uh, guy's alter uh, self. What this guy thing on you. So you sort of match with the outfit. Um, basically, now it's a little bit of just a mini game. Let's say of three of you playing a the uh, Source juggler, the trapeze artist, and the base master. And if everything goes good, I mean, if everything goes good, you get information. If something goes bad, you get information. But a little bit of damage, right? Just to keep it uh, fun for everyone. So who is going to
6: do this? So, yes. Before we go, Lazar it would take the up on her offer, where everyone, you know, we're milling about, we're talking about like, here's what we need and blah, blah, blah. And we're, you know, getting into game, you know, kind of game face mode. Is Lazar, like after everyone would leave or whatever, Lazar would stay back and I'm imagining, you know, not like for long or whatever, yep. but people have exited the tent and he uh, would approach the seer.
1: Okay, so we could do that now or we could do it after the performance mm-hmm. is obtained. Yeah,
6: either, uh, no, it is totally whatever, whatever the the astral winds, <laughs> however they blow, that is that is absolutely when Lazar will, but that is his intent yeah absolutely uh yeah let's do that after performance so probably just yeah thank you
1: um so then i have my question who, so the the you all are behind um, behind stage and uh, the announcer like the um, ringmaster has started the show uh the first one to go so we have a couple uh, an, an opening act the next one is the sword juggler who is going to take the
5: sword joke clean did we do we have to get out of our Armor and things, and no, put, no, no, They're, they're gonna uh, put and spell so you match. Okay, um, uh, I, I, I'm I'm the one that's gonna do the, the sword juggling. But just just before I do that, I'm not gonna take my own weapons out there. So I'm gonna turn to Sarah and to Renawa and I'm just gonna go. Um, could could I ask a favor, please?
2: You may ask.
5: Uh, I know, I know, you're both not gonna be performing. So would you be able to look after my? my things for me please i don't i don't want to I, I, I don't want to trust it with them and as you're both not performing and i like both of you would you mind looking after it for me
2: what are the, are the other two uh, lazar and Navry close enough to overhear this probably okay uh, then you'll just get a head tilt and Ghana you'll hear in your head um why do you not trust your companions? Are you alright? Do you require extraction?
5: In if I can reply to that, it'll be oh no, it's just that they're performing as well, so I, I just didn't want to and and, and I know and I wanna make friends, so do you wanna
2: Oh, I understand.
5: To, if that's right. I
2: I also would like to make friends. The lonely one would like to make friends. Yes, I will do this for you.
5: Thank, thank you, thank you, and I'll, I'll look to Winnow and say thank you. And um, you don't need to come on stage to give it to me or anything. I'll come. I'll come back and I'll get it in a minute.
3: As you go away, um, Winnow would just turn to Sarah and say, "You really need to stop referring to me as the lonely one in front of people." That that was in Garnet's head. Oh,
2: <laughs> I, I just kind of sat there like. <laughs> what have you passed to us, by the way, Garnet?
5: It is I've passed you my shield, which is a very finely crafted silver shield with the like the main painted bit is like pristine white. You can see there's little chips on it from where it's been used, but you can see that I've tried cleaning it and it's the same with my sword. My sword is a white bladed, almost like a gladius style short sword. And again, it is in immaculate condition used, but I take great care of it and uh, i'm quite prideful of that stuff so i hand that to you you're i'll only hand it to people that i like
2: Aww. oh we will do our best to guard them effectively won't we,
5: oh. y-
3: yes yes no- nothing is going to get into these
5: things thank, thank you oh um uh, i'm sorry if you're a, if you're a bit squeamish but there's there's um there's a rat there, and you'll see on the hand part of the shield, there's a rat sitting there with a little chef's hat on his head and a little like bow tie, and that's that's Roger. Uh, he lives in my armor, uh, but I don't want to risk him getting hurt, so he's gonna he's gonna stay there as well. He's the most precious thing that I have.
3: There's a very uncharacteristic, oh, hello, oh, my little sweetheart, you are, and there's just a little bit of cooing
5: instantly hops onto your hand runs down your arm up to your neck and sort of nestles in behind your head with his tail wrapped down
3: oh, what what's his name is it's roger Ro-
2: roger oh yes it is isn't it roger yeah this makes so much more sense than you feeding biscuits to your own chest
5: <laughs> yeah
2: I, th- I thought you were watering your tits
5: Yes, no, that is actually a confusion that a lot of people get. Anyway, anyway, I've got, I've got to go, but thank you very much. Uh, this is very much a pre... Uh, uh, and I'm just going to grab whatever the gear is that they want me to juggle, and I'm going to go, okay. no, So off.
1: They, they're going to cast something on you, so you match with the uh, with the outfits, and it's a really gesture in black and um, red. Um, the act it happens with all the three people, and all of them have like a mask of an animal. So at this point, you have like a, an, um, one of them has an eagle, one of them has a, a lion and one of them has uh, like um, a bear. Which animal do you want to be your... your um, It's going to be master. a rat. Nice. So you have a rat. And you are announced and the, the spotlights uh, focus on you. And as you are put in um, position, uh, one of them takes around like 20 blades. And start juggling them back to the other two, and at some point they're gonna get to you. So the whole act is juggling the, the plates uh, among the four of you. So
6: I'm gonna ask you to do three dexterity saving throws. Yes. Damn it. Never mind. If it's the saving throw, uh, either way, Lazar. Even if it doesn't. Even if it doesn't hold up, Lazar would, as Garnet was going out there, would pat Garnet on the back. Uh, casting bless, or excuse me, casting, casting guidance, uh, and say, uh, tonight, tonight you are the star, and just pats him as he, as he goes out, kind of as a last, like, smack on the back.
4: I, this, this is actually really common, um, this, this little like group huddle, um, because, uh, Lazar and Garnot actually do this for me when I'm going to go perform. We always kind of like hype each other up. Um, so as Garnot's preparing and Lazar gives him this little, this little bless, um, I'm actually going to, uh, to, to grab his shoulders and be like, Garnot, you know, like, I know, I know that I'm me and I know that like, you know, we're, I'm so used to being in the spotlight and I know that you're not, but like, just know, like. You have traveled with me for long enough that like some of my shimmer has definitely rubbed off on you too and I'm going to give him bardic inspiration.
5: <laughs> would, would you say that I almost shine? You could do. I, could I be the shimmer to could I be the shine to your shimmer? Oh, you like a star. Could.
4: You could. Yeah. yeah. And then and Lazar I, could be my sparkle. It I, would be I, wonderful.
5: I didn't want to say anything in front of Sarah and Renaud, just there because they're new and and, and I want to make friends with them, but I'm actually really nervous. (laughs)
4: I know, I know. But you're going to do so great. You're going to do so great.
5: Okay, right. Go
4: shine like the star that you are.
5: Thank you. I'll turn to I'll turn to Lazar and I'll just go, thanks. Give him a quick hug and then go to give Shimmer one and realize Shimmer doesn't normally do that. So I'll just nervously just run (laughs) into the stage. And I need to do the dexterity saving first. How many did say? Sorry, three. Three, uh, three deck saves and one performance check. Okay, so let's do the deck saves first. Mm-hmm. That's a 15, mm-hmm. 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, another 12. And then my performance, which is... Oh, hang on. I should be wrong D6s onto the ocean. Uh no. D4s. And so then you being, can um,
4: you get one d a uh, you get one one d eight from Bardic Inspiration
5: for one of those checks too.
1: So it was guidance, right? So it's only
5: one d four and only one d eight. Okay, I'll take the one. So uh, one of the um, twelves will be a thirteen.
6: Can I okay. actually can I actually have spent a spell slot and cast bless? Yeah, absolutely. You can use 31. that on saving throws, and yeah. this feels like a good use of that. So he would cast it on. And I know that may or may not happen, but at least cast it on Garnet, Navri, and probably himself if he's gonna be the third the mm-hmm. third person doing a thing.
5: Okay, so that's a 17, 13, 14, and then the performance check.
6: Which also gets a d4, I think. is,
5: going, mm. is 19 no. naturally, it plus one d4, and I'll do the Bardic Inspiration as well, which is a d6.
1: So it was only one, below 15 right i think you just got the
5: 14 and that's everything, uh, everything four, it was
1: a full above
5: 14 no sorry i got a 14 and a 13 and then uh, a 24
1: on my performance amazing so uh of course this is the first time that you are not hitting something with uh with the blade but actually jogging it uh it takes you a while to um to know the full dynamic of it uh so two of those blades, unfortunately you catch them by the blade rather than by the handle. So you're gonna have some um, damage there, but then it doesn't matter. You continue the performance and it's beautiful. The people just, yes, come on. They are actually a little bit more exciting about to see actual blood on stage. And as you pass the last blade, the one that started finishes with the full blades and the hands, they bow. They sort of look at you like, wow! As you bow, uh, lights out, and they are—they move out. Uh, you're back the stage. And you will take—I would say—to the eight.
6: That
5: was—that was—that was really nerve-wracking. But the—but the adrenaline. I can see why Navri is—that's why Shimmer is always buzzing after a performance. Those. Oh, I need to sit
1: down. <laughs> that was a little bit too much damage. 15 points of damage, I'm Ooh, sorry. That's fine. And uh, they, they say, you did well. You did really well. Uh, they pass you some rags and water too, to clean your, uh, your wounds. The next act happens and they tell uh, the group of you, uh, next one is a trapeze act. This is going to be performed with a, a partner, so we only need one person.
4: I mean, have you seen my legs? I'm perfect for the
3: trapeze.
4: Uh, it, while while we're kind of like preparing, um, one of the things that I definitely do is is I actually reach out and I ask Lazar uh, for a little tuft of fur from from his tail specifically.
6: I, I will just assume that this is already something totally that we have normal done,
2: <laughs> and just, discussed, just casual, and is casual a lucky is casual. rabbit foot—a
6: normal, regular <laughs> thing that happens. So, abs- yep. of course, of course, absolutely.
4: Yeah. Uh, so he'll he'll hand me the the little bit of fur, and then I'm just going to I'm going to rub it back and forth into like a little a little ball in my hands, um, and I'm actually going to. Um, use it to cast enhance ability on myself
1: nice. so
4: i get uh i'm specifically a uh, cat's grace because um i'm assuming that i'm gonna have to do some dex checks here mm-hmm. um so uh, i get advantage on on my dex checks yes. uh absolutely for this.
1: they offer you the same spell but then say like mm, probably you have your own style but we can do whatever you
5: want
4: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i you know i'm i'm really happy to to have my my own little rituals that we go through, you know? So appreciate it, but
1: thank uh, you. They also asked, do you want, can we actually announce you as napri We are okay, if you don't want that. You can use a mask, but. Oh
4: no, of course, of course. Why would I, I mean, I wouldn't offer to perform without my face.
1: <laughs> and they announced the greatest of the artists ever, napri And I'm like, no way. <sighs> And people go crazy, and then they are expecting sort of a singing performance, but then they are shook when they see you up in the air. And then Light. you grab the trapeze. And how it's going to work is you have to do a, like um, three really simple uh, tricks and one really difficult. So I want to ask you for three
6: performance checks and one mm-hmm. dexterity saving throw.
5: Perfect. So um, I you
6: get that. the D4 on the dexterity saving throw.
5: Okay. Perfect. How, perfect. Perfect. How high up is the is the tri- Uh,
6: about fifty. Yeah, fifty
1: Yeah, it's really
5: high. I'm gonna climb up into. I'm gonna guess there's like some scaffolding or something that would be like holding parts of the tent up. Yes. I'm gonna get as close to where Nav when is performing as I yeah. can without being seen. Roll me a stealth check. Yeah.
1: So I believe uh, bless, still there. So yeah, you still have that.
0: Let's see. Let's four.
4: Okay. So after all the rules, uh, performance checks, I got, what was that first one? Oh yeah, it was uh, 19, mm-hmm. 25, 12, unfortunately, for the last okay. one. Uh, and then my, uh, oh wait, I get yes. I forgot to roll my, my dex check with advantage. So let me roll reroll that real fast. All right. A little bit better, uh, I think. Based on that. Oh, no, it's not. OK, so my dex check, my dex save was uh, was 14.
5: 14. Yeah. OK.
1: So, um, yes. Uh, the first trick, very simple you do your flips in the air people is like <gasps> gasping when you're in the air, you catch perfect, second one is a little bit more complicated, you catch but uh, they, you, you sort of feel a little bit nervous so the last of the simple tricks doesn't go really well but people don't notice, it's just like I don't know if they're giving you a free out of jail card because you're an average, but they're still fairly impressed on the last one which is the most difficult you barely grab the hand of the other person and the other person sort of slips as well and both of you are falling down
5: any because i'm within 30 feet of navry i'm going to as i see her begin to fall i hold my hand out and as I hold my hand up, Maverick's speed begins to slow and I thrust upwards ever slightly and she'll, or my somersault, back up onto the rope as I will use my telekinetic uh, shove, telekinetic push thing that I have as a Psy Warrior. Telekinetic movement so I can move her. So will help her up, flip her up onto the rope and hopefully she's holding onto the other person because I can only do it to one creature. Uh, the other person um,
1: sort of, doesn't uh let go and it's a little bit wonky how they both are uh, safe but yeah everyone was like <gasps> people doesn't know if this is part of the act and then one of the so sort of, uh the people from the circus know that this was really close so like an emergency act comes in just to distract the whole um audience like some uh jesters and clowns come in make a comic act and you are put out of the out of the um the main stage are you okay are you okay uh, we, we we thought you were about to die
4: no of course oh. i'm it was it was all part of the show part i had to make it a show. little more yes. daring right uh yes. and and of course i've i've i know that garnot can do this so i'm fully aware that like he participated but you know we can't we can't dispel the magic publicly, uh, so no, of, of course, no, no. I, I wanted to make sure that because you were, you know, using my name and my face, that you just had the best performance that you could have. I mean, you want you want people to come back and see the next show, right?
1: Thank you. That uh, we we appreciate. It. Uh, the, the other person, I, sorry, a um, Tabaxi at this point has. Uh, their claws in your arm because they 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 haven't let go they are just in shock like i could have died and just they are just clutching on your arm and they when they realize that oh i am really sorry I'm, I'm really sorry just take uh two points of damage as as they actually use the, the clothes not to to let go um uh, thank you okay. uh, and everybody out is uh nah, breathe, nah, breathe, nah, breathe. but unfortunately the show must go on um the emergency act finishes, comes back and they say, well, it's time for the last show. Who is the Beastmaster?
2: What kind of beasts?
1: Oh, the most beautiful ones. Um, you can see how uh, Out of uh, they open the tent from behind and three huge uh, displaced beasts come in with this you know this carnival outfit with the um butterfly uh, wings and etc they have something to to hold them but as they are bringing them they are uh, let them go into the stage
2: they're a little bigger than i thought they were gonna be <laughs> yeah uh but before
4: they let them go as the the conversation is kind of happening and and they're around us i'm actually gonna pull out my loot my DOS loot um, and I would like to uh, cast Animal Friendship with the hope that uh, because we are all part of like the same group and they will have seen us all together, um, that they will understand that we mean them no harm. Um, and I don't know mechanically if that means that we'll, anybody will get advantage on whatever role, but um, that is kind of my hope. Uh.
1: <laughs> uh, that, that totally makes sense. And you know, music uh, is known to tame uh, things. Mm-hmm. Um, they ask you, Sarah, if you want any kind of outfit or if it's okay for you.
6: You...
2: Oh, uh, I, I... The outfit is immaterial to me. If you wish me to be dressed like everyone else, I suppose I can do
1: that. Uh, so you're made of metal, right? Yes. So this spell is gonna make you look like you're made of uh, rubies and obsidians.
2: Ooh, shiny.
1: <laughs> and they announce you and then you see sort of three big uh, small uh, platforms with the three um with the three beasts on top and one taller that they have actually made taller so you are uh,
3: I'm so small <laughs>
1: at the same size of this base. Oh, and I okay. the 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 spotlight is usually like for a medium medium size. Uh, creature so they make the best to look to, to make it narrow to your to your size and yes so beast right I will I would but, say but before, that,
2: before we go out before yeah. we go out I will have handed uh, garnet's shield back to him um and uh <laughs> we'll just be, I hope you don't mind I have made some alterations and yeah. it's just mended all of the tiny little nicks mm. She's oh. just been mending it during
5: this time. see say, oh, he doesn't know what to say. He's, he's. Uh, you can see that those tears begin to well up in his eyes, and he just, he sort of holds it close to his chest. And
2: are we friends now?
5: Oh uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're wicked. You are. Yeah, you're astral wicked. Yeah. Hmm. Does that work? I don't I've know. Not anyway, been
2: called wicked
5: before.
6: You hear from a distance.
5: It absolutely does! And as Sarah goes out, I'm going to move over to Minora and I'm going to go, I I don't trust Displacer Beasts. Uh, I'm going to be, I'm I'm going to go just out of sight, in case Sarah needs help. Do you want to come with me?
3: I will come just in case. I forgot, I forgot to tell her to be careful, so I will come, but I think Sarah can handle it.
5: Oh, I, I, I fully, I fully, fully, um, I fully, I fully believe that Sarah is capable, but I, I, it's the displacer beast that I don't trust.
3: Okay, okay, just in case. Yeah, let's get ready.
5: We'll get as close as we can without yes. being seen. Uh, so,
1: what this is going to work is you have to sort of make them do whatever you want. I'm gonna need three um manipulation no manipulation. Uh, what I'm talking about? Um intimidation checks. Mm-hmm. From you. Uh given that um animal friendship is for best, not for monstrosities, I'm gonna give you um advantage on one roll. So it's up to you which one dies you want to re roll. But yes, okay. we need three three uh,
2: Remind me please how far away from each other the yes. three place a beasts.
1: Are. Uh, the beasts are really close to each other, so maybe they are ten uh, ten feet away. Mm-hmm. And you are fifteen away in front of them.
2: Okay. Alright. So we'll we'll start we'll start with, with trying the traditional way. Uh, we'll say um, sit. <laughs> uh, okay, that's not bad. That's a twenty one. Mm-hmm. with the advantage uh Zuzo three in total yeah okay uh on the second one is a 22 Ooh. Uh, and the third one is uh is a non nat 20.
1: so um everybody is a little bit like who this individual is uh you don't understand, nobody understand why actually the atmosphere actually got a little bit heavier. And you can see this thing em- emanating of you, this sort of eldritch thing. And the bees, or the, the, uh, yellow yeah, displacers recognize that, and they feel like, holy shit, we have to be correct and listen to this person. At the same moment, everybody just shuts up and you little tiny boys what did you say sit and they sit
2: roll over
1: and bye by one they roll over
2: and I think to, to finish with I mean I I, th- I I hope I rolled well enough I don't know what the the last one was but I think just for safety um, the the final one that she's gonna say is nap time and i'm gonna cast sleep on them
1: oh beautiful uh they are going to get in the mo- so the three of them start like circling uh, walking in circles around you and they suddenly take a place uh, sort of make a bow and they catnap good kitty as everything is in silence, you can hear the displays pouring. So, like, oh, scratch, scratch, scratch. And everyone's like,
2: yeah! You'll oh, wake them.
1: Everybody shuts up. Uh, they don't understand it.
2: I just walk off stage.
1: Um, lights go out, and they bring you back, and everyone's like, What was that? We don't know, but we loved it. Like, please come back. I mean, if you want a permanent job here, please join us.
2: It's been quite a day for people offering me jobs. I'm on a job already, (laughs) thank you. Uh,
1: But uh, I believe that uh, fulfill our deal. uh, You're free to go. And the Ringmasters comes and start giving the final speech, maybe a stand-up act of 10 minutes, they finish and you see uh, how people is sort of living the tent.
2: Thank you for your assistance, Shimmer. I believe that they would not have been quite as compliant had you not played your song for them.
4: Of course, the power of music, you know, we, uh, and, and we had to do a good job. So we're working together as a team. I was happy to help.
3: Winner, how are you feeling now? Like I want to get this information and get out of here.
1: Um, we know you feel your skin a little bit rough and... Yeah, it's it's rough. Your skin is getting a little bit dry.
3: Like, from the heat? Is there a source? no is it just do i have naturally dry skin
6: (laughs) no unfortunately no is it like
3: some moisturizer or what's going on
6: Scaly, perhaps
1: uh yeah sandy rocky that kind of vibes
5: is everything Uh, right do you feel okay
3: it's just um my skin is acting up a little bit
5: Mm. Do, do we need to go see an apothecary or anything or don't 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 want to answer that happens.
6: Yes. would you like me to take a look at it and see I I am not a, a doctor but I I know a few things I would be happy to
3: well I I am a physician um actually and I believe that we need to go and see that seer
5: uh, yeah no fine. okay yeah let's let, let, let's go yes, so, all right all right uh so, good job uh, as always
6: Sarah.
1: yeah as you go back to uh the ten of this year, uh then again those two guards they open and as you come in, um the rattling sound is um is um easily uh to hear. And um she turns and says, Oh, how did I go? Well, I know it would it, it went well, right?
3: You know it did. What are you doing to my skin?
1: Uh well You see this beauty treatment that our my sisters and I are famous for. Don't worry. Um they they take a little bit of ointment and pass it to you. Just put this. I mean, sometimes they get a little bit um they are picky with the people that comes to visit this. Not my intention to to have caused this kind of course onto you. But just use this moisturize, and you will be fine.
3: You've cursed me?
1: Uh, I mean, technically, yes. But it was a reflect. It was my instincts, and I apologize for that.
3: No. No, I can't be cursed again. Why why are you doing this? I'm only trying to do my job.
1: And I have apologized. that you will be fine, for this course, of course.
3: What's wrong with you people? What's wrong with you people? And I'm just going to walk away. <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: I'm just what? done.
5: What? what? I'm going to follow you... after,
2: Winnow.
5: Why, 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 why,
1: Um. Yeah, I understand that it could be a little bit uh difficult, maybe. I will talk to to her, to them after, but now I believe you need some information. Uh,
5: uh yeah, I, in fact, I think after the outstanding performance that we've all gave, I think not only do we, are we owed the information for the person that we're looking for, but, um, I think you need to give us the information on how to remove whatever it is you've just done to my new friend that I've just made. Um. I mean,
1: I knew you were asking for that, and I was prepared, so I would act like I'm surprised. Um, Yes, um, she stands up and walks out. And from back of the, from where she's sitting, a much older um, Medusa person, well, another Medusa comes and sits down and, well, um, the older sister, I'm um, the one that um, knows about the past. Uh, let me see. Most like, let me show you. And they focus on the crystal, uh, on the course, and um, say, come, 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 come close. And um, the smokes sort are of dispersed. And you can see from above Baldur's Gate. And something gloomy shadowy happening which people go and watch the other videos and then the camera pans to the uh, to the undercity and in a library there is a single tree growing on the ground and this tree has encrusted a piece of gold it looks like half no uh, like a third of a circle and as the um events or as there is like a shock wave in the ground and a lot of negative energy and this tree starts um withering, then you don't know how long happened, but the next thing that you see is Cassell retrieving such item. Next scene is he fleeing fleeing uh the city and uh, coming into um this city going to um this um performance trying to talk to the seer the seer uh, denying that well don't want him to talk to and finally you see the events that uh, when the uh, other group has uh, that when they got him um you can also see that they have took them into a hideout by the lake. And it probably is like on the other side, so not where um, the the circus is, but opposite side of the lake. There is a very uh, curious stone that marks where the entrance of the hideout is. Um, After that, uh, you see yourselves coming into the city, you see yourselves performing, and the uh, image uh, disappears um well i believe that uh, concludes what you need to know um i believe my sister will try to amend uh, what she cost but you didn't have a deal with me so i'm off to bed and she stands and she leaves um not long passes before a third Medusa appears really young, almost like a teenager. I'm sorry about my sister. Um the age and the the time it's a sign of the times, you know, like get this sort of bitter and fed of people and she really didn't mean to be that um you know little kind and um, polite. I am the sister who sees the future. Is anyone interested? We're gonna go outside with wino and wino you are catched by um, the sister, well, one of the seers. Uh, excuse me, I, I didn't mean to I'm still, you know, <laughs> new in the job, and sometimes people just come around and they are like demanding stuff and princesses and prince and kings, and all of them want to know what they're gonna die or the lottery numbers. You know, it's just uh, as you say. I just want to do my job, but this sometimes is overwhelming. So I I totally understand you.
3: I'm sorry. So you thought that i was being entitled by doing my job by the way so you cursed me what what gives you the right
1: uh, it was totally my mistake i just thought that you were one of them which was oh, yeah it was totally my bad
3: you need to get off get off your high, ho- high horse, high horse uh. <laughs> <Yes, yes. laughs> you need to get off that high horse of yours well, that's hard to say in an accent, Jesus. <laughs> I don't
6: know what you're talking about. High horse.
3: High horse. Easy. Easy. High, high horse. High horse. What you guys do High okay. horse. Yeah, I, high I horse. Uh, anyway, um, you need to get off that high horse of yours. You, you know don't what? get to just curse people. You don't know. You don't know who I am.
1: I kind of do. I know about your curse. My, my sisters have told me. I don't know how to solve it, but I actually know what's going on.
3: So, you know, so you already knew I was cursed. So, you cursed me again?
1: Unintentionally. And then again, it was a reaction, a natural reaction from, you know, I sort of don't control it yet, as I like to. Have you ever done something thinking like out of an error or a mistake? Have you tried to? I don't know, heal someone and harm it instead?
3: I think we both know the answer to that.
1: And we both know that it's not our intention, but still we want to do our best.
3: I still have every right to be upset.
1: Yes, and I'm not asking you not to be upset, but maybe uh, we can help you.
3: For a price, right?
1: I think I'm in depth with you at this time so that would be for free
3: okay I'm willing to listen
1: uh, and she points at the tent um, so as you come back um, you might miss uh, the conversations with the older sister but you are yes
3: sorry did, um, didn't Sarah come out after me I did. Oh, yes,
2: but yes. you had a handle of the conversation so Sarah just let you crack on. So, Although yeah, I think we as we as we are walking back though Sarah will turn to the Medusa and say, "If you seem to have a problem with cursing people as a reaction, that seems to be something that you ought to work on. Perhaps if you require that training out of you, I seem to be quite adept at that."
1: Um we can talk about that later because I can see something happening as well over there. Maybe you have something on your plate as well.
2: I do not own a plate.
6: That's
1: right. Uh, uh, she has a look like, I don't know how to explain this, so she just walk in like.
3: I'll get
1: walks. you a plate. <laughs> like, uh, so you might have made the conversation with the old sister but uh, the, um, the young sister, um, you, you catch the offer of the young sister. So at this point, every one of you are present when the younger sister asks if someone wants to know the future.
2: I would like to know if we are to be successful. <laughs>
1: uh, she, she says that uh, future is uncertain, obviously, and whatever I will show you, Um, you will have to interpret it as you want. There is no simple answer, just no. But I can share my knowledge. Uh, She takes um, this uh, teapot that smells uh, like honey, orange, and cinnamon, serve a cup to each of you. And she says, uh, please drink out of it.
2: Do not forget your pinkies. It is an important part of the ritual.
3: When in doubt, pinky out. <laughs> oh, I've heard I that. Know. I've yes. heard that.
1: And every one of you uh, sips, you see yourself in the cup, the, the reflection of yourself in the cup. And when you put it out, you were focusing on the reflection that you don't notice that everything around you changes. So, who would like to be the first one to have the future reading?
2: I do have a question, Ali. Uh, Sarah probably wouldn't have, Sarah is kind of programmed to mime drinking tea, but not actually imbibe. (laughs) So, I don't know
1: if this Uh... is
2: how you want that to work.
1: Uh, It's about the reflection,
6: not about Okay,
3: great. Mm For a moment, I was imagining, like, an airplane drinking problem moment
2: of it just... <laughs> <laughs> just...
6: <laughs> or just, like, a dribbling down her front the yes. whole time.
2: I am enjoying
6: this tea. <laughs> Delicious. Yum, yum. Look at the future. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, you want me to go clockwise,
1: clockwise again?
6: Sure. Yes, sure. so no. I'm going to start with
1: uh, Sarah. Well, let's go the other way. So let's start with uh, Nathan. Nathan, mm. you see yourself in what looks just a piece of a rock or like an islet full of grass. And this islet is in the middle of the astral sea. You don't see any stars in the sky. You see the stars below you. So you sort of get this impression that you are above the stars or above the gods, let's say, and when you pay more attention, there is a figure, uh, someone that you've seen in dreams, someone that sort of uh, is familiar to you. This is uh, your god. And of course, this is sort of a vision, and the, the first impulse is to sort of try to approach to this to this person, but as you try to approach him, the space between yourselves enlarges and it's almost impossible to 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 catch him. And at some point you just get tired and say, okay, this is enough. And when you sort of um, stop chasing, the skies turn pitch black and start engulfing you. And you see a couple of eyes in the sky and they are looking at you and they say, um, the future is not what they want. The future is what you want. Stop following them. I can show you how to do your own way. And you remember the, well, I I believe that the symbol of uh, your God is sort of a, a trail of stars and a trail of stars appear, but they are turning black and they are almost like dying in itself. And then this uh, path touches your shadow and your shadow becomes the way. And they say, it's up to you. Uh, we will catch you later. And the, the vision finishes a garnet as you put the cup down you find yourself in a library which is really weird because it's not the thing that you do but there is something about it and a book calls your attention and from the bookshelves you retrieve it and open it and there is this sort of um, diagram with names and sort of drawings, you find yourself, you find your name, and it's obvious that this is a sort of uh, family tree. And when you realize that, you see in front of you an actual tree, and the tree is cracked, almost like if it was uh, hit or struck by a lighting. So part of it is black, and the other one is still try, trying to heal. The roots goes into the earth. The ones that are on the side of the of the black part, sort of, you can notice that they are cracking a little bit of the soil, but also cracking uh, stones. So they're they're trying to go deeper. And the the ones on the on the normal side, or the one that is uh, well. They sort of stop growing, or that you can notice that they, they, it seems like somebody has been cutting them, because keeping them um, at bay or... Yeah, if that uh, makes sense. And this uh, tree is similar to the one that you found, but that the one that you saw back in Paltu's Gate. And the vision finishes. Uh, we know. As you put down the cup you find yourself in the battlefield where where the events, the unfortunate events of your party happened. Uh, you see the bodies of these people and as you try to look at them they actually are yourself like the changeling changeling, uh, um, appearance, and then they rapidly change back to the to the shape of your comrades. Then they disappear, they dissolve in this sort of inky gooey thing. And you notice that your tattoo is moving that your tattoo is sort of alive, and it starts leaking out of your body. And this goo forms a new individual. Once that happens, once you don't have a a drop of ink in your body, you come back to the shape that you were when that battle happened. So you get the, uh, the idea that this Um, tattoo is sort of linked to what's happening to you. This figure in front of you talks to you and says how did you get here? Like this is my personal space? Like you are not allowed here? Who brought you here? Hmm. And they look at you and say I see those sisters, right? Well, um, It's good to see you. Uh, I'm glad I still have the opportunity to be the one to take your life. I will never forget what you did to my little friend, my acolyte, my apprentice. Um, I hope you enjoy this and i see you later. And the vision ends. Napri. You find yourself in your room and your room is empty except for a mirror. And in front of the mirror, there is a note. As you open the note, that is weirdly written by you. Uh, Tell me, what do you write to your old self? Imagine in 10 years, what would you write to your own self?
4: I mean, I guess it depends on if I'm a star or not. Right. I mean, that's that's the goal, that's the plan. Uh, so probably something inspirational, like keep going, keep putting the work in, like show up every single day. Like it's worth it in the end.
1: As you finishes reading the note, you look in the mirror and you don't recognize yourself. That's you, but there is a level of unfamiliarity to it. Something has changed. That's not the same you that you are now. And the vision ends. Server. You are in the room or your little kids. And there is something funny about it because you of course they are humanoids, but at this point, the figures that you see they look more like uh puppets. They're doing the normal stuff, but they don't look fleshy, they look puppet-trained. And they start growing and growing and growing and growing. At this point where they don't fit in the room and they start sort of squishing you, and when they um, they squeeze you completely. You are in a black pitch space and you feel the hand of somebody and they pulled you out. And you are in front of other three, sorry, other two mechanical individuals. One of them looked like a warforged and one of them looked more like a steel defender. And you feel at home. You recognize that the three of you share something. You recognize that whoever made these things may have also known each other, that they also share something. And as you look down to your power source, or to your heart, let's say, you notice that they also have the same. And in a very, um, quick understanding of the situation, you understand that it's not three pieces. Sorry, that is three pieces out of the same thing. And they just smile to you and they say, uh, Take care, sister. And the vision ends. when all of you come back the tent is no more the circus is no more and you find yourselves next to the lake with a cup of tea on your hands and there is where we are going to leave it for tonight thank you very much for joining us and i need to do something right
2: amazing stuff um
1: yes Thank you everybody for joining us uh, in this uh, beautiful show. I really appreciate the beautiful, beautiful role play from my players. Uh, if you enjoyed tonight, we play every Monday and Tuesday from 6pm GMT-BST. Uh, we also play... Um, sorry, this is confusing. Yeah, uh, so we play Mondays and Tuesdays at 6pm and 10am uh, PST Pacific and on Fridays you can also join us from 6 p.m. gmt BST, or 10 a.m. PST for our uh, talk show, which is uh, talking is a free action where uh, random characters will end up in a question maze and you will get to know um, a little bit of them. Uh, all of our shows are streamed at twitch.tv slash together rpg and you can find all of our content archive at youtube.com slash together rpg there are also podcast versions of all of our shows everywhere search for Roll Together rpg massive thank you to our d20 club on patreon they made this possible for one gold piece one dollar one um pound and uh, there is a link in the chat now for you to join us and keep helping us to do what we love to do big thank you so much to our sponsor and our supporters Uh, don't forget we are all in social media as roll together rpg thanks for watching see you very soon
5: bye